0: Drama City Productions
1: presets.
2: Immersion Rig now online.
1: Welcome nerd. Now generating episode 69. Featuring horror, one comics, <laughs> movies. Wrestling.
2: Full immersion begins in three, two, one. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Damon. This is the Amazing Nerd Show.
0: So I'm trying to go no carbs again, Christian. Why? I'm dieting once again. Because I hate myself. (laughs) I fucking hate myself. I'm a fat bastard. I need to lose weight. And the no carb thing feels like the quickest way to like lose like a good 20 pounds. But the process itself, my God, it's brutal. I can't think straight, man. I can't put my fucking (laughs) shoes on in the morning anymore. I need a fucking slice of bread. I'm dying. Like, I, I swear to God, I do not know how people live this way. And I know it's, it's just the first couple weeks, but Jesus <laughs> Christ, man, give me a bowl of fucking pasta.
2: I yeah, mean, I gave up juice and soda and like after maybe three days, we felt like it was a month. Really? You know, it's just like that because that was like my main intake of sugar was from those types of products.
0: You know, I I, I think it's just, like, at this point, like, I feel like I should be over that first stage where you're just, like, you know, thinking about it constantly and, like, kind of on cruise control. I'm just not there yet. (laughs) I'm just not there. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate myself. Uh, (laughs) So, huge episode. Yes. Right. We've got a lot of news to get into. We've got *Avengers: Endgame* to talk about. We've got fucking *Game of Thrones* to talk about. So let's get into it. All right. So we're gonna start off this episode with a somber moment because we lost the legend Peter Mayhew, um, aka Chewbacca. So um, you know, uh, it it's you know a sad moment in nerdum, absolutely. So um, I don't know. I mean, I know he's passed the torch you know recently but you know it's definitely uh, you know a loss that's going to be felt you know in the nerd community so you know rest in peace Peter Mayhew
2: oh, yeah it's it's never easy to see any Star Wars Legends pass I'm terrified for everyone else that's left you know yeah well we almost lost uh, Harrison Ford like exactly. a couple years with, back with the plane crash. a fucking
0: he's crazy a mad old man. man what the <laughs> hell are you doing he's like is he 80 yeah.
2: like he's got to be close he's, right he's in his it's, I don't
0: trust him, like my like mother-in-law to drive a car, <laughs> let alone fly a fucking plane. You know, I know he's Indiana Jones, but give me a fucking <laughs> break. <laughs> Someone take the keys. Um, but yes, rest in peace, Pe- Peter Mayhew. Um, you know, huge loss. So, um, So let's talk about the news, man. And, you know, unlike last week... We actually have some news items. I feel like last week it just like slowed to a crawl, oh, yeah. and it's everything was unpause. just Endgame, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine, uh. and and we'll talk about Endgame. Trust me, but uh, we got some uh, horror news. We've got uh, the announcement of a Dracula series, um, and it's going to be it's uh, co-produced, I guess, by BBC and Netflix. So it's going to air BBC, you know, outside of the uh, States, and Mm -hmm. it's also going to be on Netflix, so we can watch it here, you know. Sweet. Um, And here's a little blurb about it. In Transylvania in 1897, the blood-drinking Count is drawing his plans against Victorian London. So very simple. So, yeah, it's going to star Class Bang. Um, I guess he was in The Girl in the Spiderweb. Um, He's going to be in the title role of Dracula, uh, and you know, it, I don't know. I'm excited because it seems like it's going to be a nice, it's going to be very BBC mm. where it's like a shorter episode counts, you know, longer episodes. I think they're supposed to be like 90 minutes long, oh, okay. you know, and it's, they're just going to tell their story. You know, they're not going to worry about like getting 10 episodes in there and, you know, getting a lot. We always end up getting a lot of filler when they do that. So um, and the you know all the BBC shows that I've watched have been really quality. So mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of like Sherlock and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if it's the same producers, but I don't know. Um, and I like that class bang. Like just from you know reading his bio and thing, he's an older actor he's in his 50s and everything i feel like a lot of times we've been getting different versions of dracula they always go with like a younger (laughs) actor with a fucking cheesy ass goatee and everything like this guy actually kind of looks like you know bella lugosi to me so um i'd like to get that like elderly statesman you know dracula you know up on the screen Mm. again so give me that version of the character um, I'm a huge Dracula fan, so I feel like there's plenty of stories to be told. Um, and yeah. I like that it's actually kind of a period piece. You know, we're not going to do this modernized version of Dracula. We're going to actually, you know, have it take in place in Victorian times. No, so. it'll be interesting
2: to see like what kind of like drama they put behind it. If there's going to be like a typical enemy for him, what what kind of like stuff are they going to pull from classic Dracula stories, mm-hmm. and where are they going to? Do a modern yeah. You're going to go with history?
0: classic lore and yeah. have him going against Van Helsing. Mm. Um, you know, are we going to get kind of a Bela Lugosi Dracula? You know, the suave kind of character. Or are we going to get like this like monster that Christopher Lee played in the Hammer films, who's just total mm-hmm. like fury and just brutality? Um, you know, I kind of like a, a mix between both. So uh, I,
2: I expect it'll be a lot like a slower like. Tension build show, especially through BBC, yeah, and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, no, it. All right, so I'm looking here, and it actually, actually, going to consist of three 90 minute episodes. So okay. It's very, very BBC. short. Yeah. I think Luther. Have you ever watched? Luther? I've never watched Luther, but I know. But yeah, their mm. seasons are weird like that. Um, but I dig it. You know, mm. it's like it's basically like a movie. You're just basically getting like a longer movie. You know, every couple years, so and that's fine if it's quality, it's quality. So. That's something to look forward to, though. That's
2: to Not to get us too far off track and anything. But I just—I was on Netflix the other day, uh huh, and I just saw that. Uh, what was it? Um, the Hateful Eight or something like that. Uh, I I heard about this. Well, an extended version that they just split into episodes, and I was like, this is like five or four hours, you know. Now, yeah, I need to check that out because
0: it's funny because I just watched it again on mm-hmm. Blu-ray. I just got into this like Tarantino kick. <laughs> and I revisited film because it's a movie I think I've only watched once. Um, and I remember just being like, eh, it's okay. But I dug it a lot more the second time I watched it. Mm-hmm. So when I heard, like, literally two weeks later that there's this, like, weird, like, episodic version of the show on Netflix with, like, it, it's extended footage, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: so there's at least a whole nother hour.
0: That's crazy. And I guess Tarantino was involved. Mm-hmm. So I I can't wait to, like you know, go ahead and breeze through that. And then
2: there's also rumors, at least, that he's going to be making an extended cut of Django Unchained after he's done with Hollywood.
0: That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool, because I I definitely feel like that would work, you know, and I'm sure. It's weird because I've always heard that Tarantino has said, you know, no, my finished product's my finished product, because he's got carte blanche. You know, he doesn't have to answer to studios. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he doesn't do test screens or anything like that. So, um, I'm surprised that we're getting this, like he doesn't do, um, like deleted scenes much in his movies or director cuts or anything like that. When they are like released, um, he does very much like, this is it, you know, and this is, you know, what you get, you know, it's very bare bones. Um, you might get like behind the scene featurettes and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing where it's like, Oh, you know, here's an alternate ending, you know? Um, you know, I feel like maybe he did it early on, but not, you know, much recently. So um but yeah no i am surprised that there's this much mm-hmm. footage and everything like that. He did shoot down a rumor that he would do something with Kill Bill 2 where we'd get like you know um i forget what they call it there's like this rumored version of it out there of like the the, the whole, like both movies basically combined in one story. Oh right, okay. Um but yeah he, he did he like basically a master cut yeah, or something. He's like just that? not interested in revisiting it right Can't now. Be-
1: he, he had some kind of family. falling out
0: with Uma Thurman, too, so I'm oh. wondering if that has something to do with it. Um, which That's is unfortunate shame. because I know we we're, you know, Jonesing for that, you know,
2: sequel. <laughs> Come on, Zazzy Beats versus Uma Thurman. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So,
0: um, speaking of horror, mm-hmm. you know, well, I guess that was a good transition if we are talking Dragon <laughs> He threw me off, man. Uh, we got the crawl trailer today. Oh yeah. So uh yeah, and I didn't hear much about this movie because we didn't preview it in our giant fucking horror preview yeah, episode for 2019. Shopping
2: at the bits to know more. Boo. <laughs> 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 so,
0: Christian, um We are getting a movie about a young woman who has become trapped in the flooding house during a category five hurricane and must battle against Florida's most savage and feared predator, a giant fucking alligator. I was surprised by this trailer. (laughs) I don't know. I dug it. I'm not huge on like natural disaster movies. Or like movie, you know, like you know, like what is it, Sharknado, or you know, any movie with like an animal, like I, I like I'm not a huge Cujo fan, you know, where it's like nature gone wrong. Well, what about
2: like Lake Placid? No, 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 interesting. No,
0: I know it's like this <laughs> weird subgenre going on in uh. horror with you know alligators for some reason. But I was surprised what we got here because it's basically a home invasion movie with a fucking alligator. A giant <laughs> alligator. I did feel like the trailer might have showed us a little too much. Mm. But I don't know. I-, I think it'd be fun. And it's coming out in July. Like it's right around the corner. So. There's not
2: too much going on that month other than Spider-Man. So it's yeah. just like...
0: So, and this is this is going to be produced by Sam... Ra- well, it is produced by Sam Raimi. It's underneath his like ghost house mm. um, emblem that he uses... Uh, his production company and then uh, it's uh, directed by Alexander Aja. So I'm a huge fan of Alexander Aja. I love the Hills Have Eyes his remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I love High Tension. So um, I wanted to make sure it was rated R though. Like I did there's no rating yeah. right now but I feel like Alexander Aja would not do a movie that's PG-13.
2: But you could easily if it's see about a, how that movie would be PG-13? Yes, yes.
0: There's definitely a cut of that movie mm-hmm. that would you know, be out there as PG-13. But I feel like this has to be radar. Like, if it gets a PG-13 fucking stamp on it, I'm out, you know? I can't have a fucking killer crocodile ro- roaming around, you know, and not seeing any
2: fucking blood and guts. So, I mean, this is the guy
0: who did fucking Piranha 3D. There has to be fucking four in this <laughs> movie.
2: <laughs> at least it's not at the scale of Piranha 3D. What it mean? Well, where Piranha, like there's that massive scene of everyone oh. at the beach, right? Oh, 3D. it's glorious. Yeah. Glorious. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you're looking, if you're looking for a gory good time, watch Piranha 3D. I highly recommend it. I mean, don't do it sober, but because <laughs> there's no real plot, it's just fun. So if you're a gorehound, check out Piranha 3D. But yeah, no. So I was excited to see his name attached to a giant fucking crocodile movie. But I, I was, once again, pleasantly supo- surprised that there was... It seemed mm. like there's going to be some suspense and tension happening here. So okay, This
2: really came out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> I guess we just... I mean, there's been so much out mm. there right now. It's hard to keep track of everything, man. It really has. I can't imagine us, uh, us editing this off our preview list, so... Um, but maybe we did. I mean, you we were like twenty <laughs> fucking. Exactly, I was like, "Those move, would be a lot of strong wrong at that point." And I might have been like, "Killer Crocodile?" I don't think so. So, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it now. So, uh, speaking of trailers, yes, we got a doozy. Oh Sonic yeah, another- The Hedgehog.
2: You could argue it was another horror film. Yes, I was more terrified <laughs> by this trailer. Um, thoughts, Christian? Because you're the gamer here. Are, you're not a Sonic fan? I'm not a huge Sonic fan. I don't know. They, they kind of milk that game to as much as possible. I've
0: got a nostalgic love for Sonic. You know, mm. I, I remember getting the Sega Genesis and that being the first game, and you know, playing that for hours and hours. But I never got into any of the you know other games, and I know there's been a million of them. So
2: yes, on every platform possible. Yeah, but
0: the Sonic we get in this trailer is not the Sonic I <laughs> know and
2: love. So I don't know what
0: the hell happened, but this thing looks terrifying.
1: Hmm.
0: So. It looks like just
2: a, it's a CG mess to me.
0: Like I after seeing... do you think the CG CGI quality is poor? Too? That's what I feel. You don't feel like it's the character. I feel like it's the character design. Like I, it wasn't this. The, you know, it just being horrible CGI. You know, I don't think mm. it's great CGI, but it's just more the character design.
2: Well, I think it's a little bit of both. We're going off of just like if we not to talk to uh, Endgame, but we're we're talking Rocket Raccoon. After yeah. seeing him, then you know, seeing what they're doing with Pokemon, while while that's still not like the golden standard. It still looks miles ahead of what this film did with this character design. I don't need like a hyper
0: realistic version of Sonic. No, you know I know he's interacting with the real world, but like I don't need this version of him where like oh this is what he would look like if he existed in the mm-hmm. real world. No, he could be cartoony animated. I I would be fine with that. I'm not saying go like Who Framed Roger Rabbit with it, but I mean don't give me this. Like I mean the teeth alone. I mean, it's what nightmares are fucking made out of, you know? I mean, those things are just hideous. So, I, I just, I don't know what they're thinking. Like, give him the big white gloves. I feel like he's too lanky for some reason, mm-hmm. you know? And I had to, like, go back and, like, look at an image of Sonic. I was like, is why does he feel so long? Or, like, I don't know. It just, it
2: it, <laughs> it felt weird to me. No, they really thinned him out, made him, like, a normal, like, human like, like body frame, but on that, like, height. Yeah, they, really? I felt
1: like they
0: tried to give him like a runner's frame almost, which I don't need that. You know, it's a fucking blue hedgehog that mm-hmm. talks. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was excited, though, by Jim Carrey's performance in in the trailer. So. I feel like
2: a lot of people are, but it didn't do anything for me. What's I, the, what's it was the, the character's? What's oh, the Robotnik.
0: Robotnik. Okay. He just, I, you know why I think I liked it? Because it was like 90s Jim Carrey. Like, you know, true to form Mm. Jim Carrey. Like, I have, I feel like we haven't seen this version of Jim Carrey in a long time. Just chewing up scenery, balls to the wall, you know, just camp, you know, that, I don't know, I dug it. So, I, it's just, I, I can't imagine wanting to see this movie. (laughs) Now, just because the character design is like, what are you doing? I don't know, and it was a huge turnoff. But and I felt like some of the jokes were okay, you know, through it. Like if if they like took out, you know, this version of Sonic hmm. and put another version in, I might, you know, like the trailer. But I don't know. I don't know.
2: I guess, but no, I I Why feel like the trailer itself. I this? didn't. Like- well... They could have just gone animated. Well, they want to make a live-action I feel like we had plenty of um, animated things for it. He had a TV series. He had plenty of movies.
0: But with what we could do now with
2: animation, couldn't you, like, you know... Yeah, it could have been something cool, but I don't, I don't have a problem with them going a live-action route. I just want them to make something cool and interesting. You know, this made me think Woody Woodpecker meets Hop, you know, oh, uh, when I was okay. looking at this trailer. I like, I, I didn't get... And I never
0: saw Hop was Hop. It's an awful. Movie. It's the shits. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like the shits. So I just I always when they ever when they bring in the human element, like it becomes too much about the humans and not enough about the characters that were there to watch. Mm. So like you know w- what they've done with the Transformer like franchise, you know it's it's always too much humans. Like just give me focus on the characters. I don't know so- maybe Sonic doesn't have a storyline that he can just carry with his characters. He's you know, got like I, I don't know the, So I don't know. There's man. plenty of history. They just give me a whole fucking CGI movie, then. You know, <laughs> I don't need this. You know, put him on wherever he lives because yeah, he's not on true. Earth in the games. Like he's got his own little like planet or dimension, right? Just give me a movie about that. Hmm. I don't need. I don't need fucking um. Cyclops running around <laughs> with him in a duffel bag.
2: No, it's it's weird. Like after, but. What worries me is like after seeing that character design, imagining all of his side characters. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just it just becomes more and more nightmares. What's the dark version oh, of Shadow? Bond? Shadow. Yeah, right? Is that a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I'm badass to be badass. He's it, just he's basically like um Wolverine, a Bond villain. But is he a like, villain? Is Shadow a villain? He's a villain at one point. Then is it like Wario? In in, in Shadow's <laughs> game, you basically get to choose between doing the good actions or the bad actions. He's being um, controlled. Wow. Okay. But there's a lot of Sonic lore. You See, are very. See, they're behind. going with that. I don't need. <laughs> I don't
0: need Sonic fucking. Uh, you know, Sonic fucking with what the like CIA <laughs> or something. Like, what the hell's going on in this? Trip? I don't. I don't know. But now we did get. Uh, a press release, um, or I don't know, maybe it was just a tweet oh, yes. from the mm-hmm. producer of the movie saying, we've heard, you know, the outcry and there are going to be changes made. So, I mean, they are reacting and it seems like they're going to listen to their fans. I mean, it, the backlash has been big. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess they have no choice to and... Obviously, they must have the money to go back and do this. Oh, yes. We saw what you know how hard it was for DC with Justice League, you know. So I mean, they just didn't. Care. I can't see if they <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. I can't debate that after seeing the the final product. But I mean, do you? I mean, do they have a, This is being released in November, so I mean, they've got a good like Six five months. months. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if that's enough time. I mean, to retool the whole character design. That's a lot. Like, and I'm that is assuming a lot of, the movie's in the can at this point.
2: I know. That's a lot of work to do. But so we'll see. I mean, I feel bad for whoever's working on it, because that's crunch time for six months. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's awful. And especially all the
0: artists who actually worked on mm. the character and everything. Well, and I'm well, sure they're probably getting tons of <laughs> studio notes, though. I mean, I, I feel like this must have just been, you know, a case uh-huh. of the studio getting involved. It's like, well, can you look longer? You know, can you give them more <laughs> teeth? <laughs> He's not creepy enough. I just, I don't know, man.
2: That thing looks terrifying. Me. A, it's from everything in that trailer. It just didn't do anything for me. Gangster's Paradise for no goddamn reason. Yes!
0: What the fuck was that? I, I mean, know. I guess Gangster's Paradise is from the 90s. I, that's the only connection I could make.
2: There was no reason. Yes, like <laughs> what's the connection? What the fuck? What what bothers me is I'm seeing people's like like the positive reactions like freak out at everything. That's like oh man, yeah, Gangster's paradise. And like I'm just like what what does this mean though? You mean for freak this out movie? like they're excited excited. Yes, but I've seen you positive can just reviews. Listen to, like Gangster's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> anytime
0: <laughs> you want to. I don't know. Why do you need it while you're watching Sonic the Hedgehog? I don't I don't get it. So uh, whatever, man. Whatever. To each his own. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And hey, maybe they fucking retool it and we're praising the trailer in the next coming months. So, but I have a feeling we won't see anything else for a while from Sonic. Um, what else do we have, Christian? Oh, so we got some Marvel news. Yes. And not endgame related, um, TV show related. Uh they are gonna be doing a Ghost Rider series and a Hellstrom series on Hulu. So, um, it seems like what we kind of heard rumored is true. They're going to be doing those edgier, mm-hmm. darker characters over on Hulu, which makes total sense.
2: Um, so they will stay edgy. You that's heck. that's
0: what. Well, I can't imagine them doing a Ghostwriter character. Well, they do
2: have like, um, uh, what's it called? They Robbie have Reyes Runaways and- on there, and it's not it's still kind of like an ABC. I could see that on ABC Family type of show, you know. Really? Is yeah. It- it's not too dark. It, I mean, there's not the parents like, like
0: sacrifice someone? In the, I mean, spoilers <laughs> in like, the very first episode. Yeah, but
2: you don't see anything. They don't see blades. Okay, blades on ABC
0: just, Family, you're not seeing fucking parents <laughs> sacrifice. I'm just saying, like <laughs> free form. <You> can <laughs> in see Christian's that. world.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's Disney Channel okay, worthy. CW, but. CW. Okay, yeah, what's well, better?
0: Yes, fine, but that's they can have they have edgy shows on CW. Yeah, I
2: I'm not. I don't think it's like. Daredevil edgy. No, no. I don't know if it's going to
0: be like... I don't know if it's going to be rated R content. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be kind of like... Um, what would I compare it to? Maybe like Supernatural. On CW. Supernatural's <laughs> yeah. on CW. Mm-hmm. That's... Christian, I, okay. <laughs> 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 Relax. And we've already been introduced to this version of Ghost Rider yes. in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this and is I going enjoy to that. be this version of that character Mm. and the continuation of his story so i was cool with him you know um you know it felt like he was just kind of thrown in there you know at at certain points of that storyline you know during that season but i thought they did a good job i hope they kind of put a little more money into like the cgi and everything for the character
2: i felt for like tv money i thought that was really well done his transformation
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know.
2: There's points where
0: there's, I think the first episode is really well done. Mm -hmm. But then like once you got deeper into the season, I don't know. I don't know if the budget kind of ran out.
2: Probably just speeding it
0: up. Yes, maybe. Maybe. So, but uh, Hellstrom's interesting. Because that's Mm -hmm. out of left field. Because I was like, was he introduced in like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point? Like, where's this coming from? But no, they're just like, hey, fuck it. Let's do Hellstrom. (laughs) We have a character. Yes. Yes, so, and it's going to be Damien and his sister, Santana, so... Do
2: you think they go in this kind of, we do all the supernatural characters on this platform, and we maybe even do, like, uh... Like the Dark Avengers, basically, or, like, what were they
0: trying to call them at one point? It wasn't the Dark Avengers. But anyway,
2: yes, I get what you're
0: saying. Mm. Um, maybe. Maybe. I mean, because that was the rumor, too, that, like... If, you know, once the Netflix shows got canceled, that there was a possibility of them moving over to Hulu Mm -hmm. because, you know, obviously they don't want them on Disney Plus. That's more of a PG-13, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, version of, you know, these characters. They're not going to want them, you know, with the, you know, Cinderella Castle in front of, you know, their logos so um
2: but how badass would it be it's like the cinderella castle then you hear yeah (laughs) when you wish upon a yeah that'd be awesome just have punisher walking out the front there's a mobster hanging off one of the balconies yes
0: (laughs) i love it um but no no yeah they're they're gonna keep that shit on hulu Uh So, um, yeah, so that makes sense. I don't, I'm curious to see what they do. Hmm. You know, I'm not a huge Damien Hellstorm fan, but Hellstrom fan. I, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm interested in it at least. So he, Marvel really made him into like Consta, Constantine oh, yeah. like the last like decade or so. So, I mean, when I was growing up, like he had a fucking chariot and, you know, a giant fucking pitchfork and looked cheesy as all hell with this huge cape. And now they've kind of gave him a trench coat, and mm. he's more of like a punk rock character.
2: If anything, well, he still walks around in a suit. Uh, he
0: was he was he was doing a trench coat with the last version I oh, okay. saw of him. So, but it depends on the artist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and maybe I'm thinking of the, the Ultimates version of him. Totally, they had him oh, on okay. the Defenders, and he was a drunk and. Yeah. Although I think he's a drunken. No, yeah.
2: The last book two. I read with him, he sounded almost identical to what Constantine sounds like. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's more like he was kind of like almost like that supernatural investigator mm. type deal. So, um, but yeah, no. So and this is going to actually be featured along with, you know, we heard about the slew of uh, Marvel cartoons that are going to mm. be coming out with Howard the Duck, um, you know, Monkey Hitman or whatever Hit Monkey, <laughs> whatever. And, oh, the Tiger and Dazzler show, which I actually am really excited about. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, You know, Marvel right now is batting like a thousand, so.
2: Well, they've got all the money in the world to do so. Yeah, so they can afford some flops, (laughs) right? I mean,
0: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still on.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, so I think we just got the trailer for season seven, Yeah, I think, so... Um, But yeah, anyway, so let's move on. Um, We also uh, got some more Marvel news, and this is coming from the MCU. Uh, We are going to be getting a Guardians film earlier than expected, at least in production. Hmm. So originally, uh, it was rumored that they wouldn't be shooting to, I believe, like uh, 2021. Um, It sounds like they're going to production early next year. So I don't know if they've just decided since they got James Gunn back in the fold to fast track it. There's no reason to like, you know, delay. I don't, I mean, I know that he's already said that it's not going to affect his Suicide Squad Mm -hmm. movie at all. Like he's going to finish up with that and then do Guardians. I imagine he already had a vision already where they were going. well he had marriage. a script that like yeah. i guess meant a lot to him and you know i mean the cast all knew about it and they were like because when uh, he originally got fired they were all like clamoring for them like you know well we we won't do the film if you don't follow his script so i think batista was out there you know um you know singing the praises of the mm. script and basically saying you know it's a script or nothing so um, they feel like it's true to the characters and it's their natural arc. So I'm glad that, you know, he's back on the project, you know. And it sounds like they're going forward and there's no reason to delay anymore. So that's good news for the MCU. And we're getting, I mean, Phase 4, looks like it's going to be a doozy. We got lots coming up. So, I
2: mean, we'll talk about
0: more of that, though, mm. you know, after we talk about Endgame. So.
2: And probably going on forever. Well, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but yeah, we'll see how everything... We'll talk about how everything's kind of set up now for Mm. the Marvel Universe. But yeah. Um, All right, Christian. So, before we move on with the news, Games of Thrones. Yes. Yes. Episode three: The Long Night.
2: <laughs> spoilers. Yes, yeah, spoilers. Going ahead. Uh, you can always look in the timestamps. Yes. Can go over to the next topic, even though the next topic is. Yes. spoilers. But. <laughs> um, is this Christian's corner? It's a part of Christian's corner, but since we're just talking, I'll about hit the, one the music. Topic. Christian, Christian's corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. All right. Let's let's hear your thoughts on this episode because I've heard mixed reviews. I
2: I really enjoyed the episode. Okay. You know, uh, I think pacing wise it's got, um, they decided to go in this very like, you know, tension, 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 then just war. Okay. For the rest of the episode and, and it ends just at the end of the battle. So like, there is not a moment, you know, during that where it's just like, oh, they're cutting to Cersei or something somewhere else and you know, seeing what she's doing. No, it's just a straight-through battle. Okay. And I appreciated that. You know, you, you got these 2 setup episodes, and they kind of just brought you to this point where now we're seeing all the bloodshed and everything. That so you this kind is of the payoff. Expect. Yeah, it's supposed to be the payoff. I could see where a lot of people were frustrated. I mean, you know, they don't kill off too many main characters. Um, it, <sighs> is that a bad
0: thing, though? Like, no, I but mean, you...
2: Again, with with the final season Are we that fucked up as a society now <laughs> where we're like what the fuck? Well, dude, we're, it's not we, a bloodbath. <laughs> where we came from with the show was, you know, you your heroes aren't yes, safe. I get you know? it. And the last two seasons the heroes have been pretty goddamn safe. Uh huh. So you oh, would think so you at would. this point this is the final season. It's only six episodes. They're all gonna be the biggest episodes ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Some more would happen so you're okay. they've been building up the Night King so were you since disappointed season one uh, I was disappointed on how easy the Night King went down Okay. I think um, you know of, of course we understand you know Dragonglass can break one of these White Walkers with no problem mm-hmm. but I would rather have seen him put up a little bit more resistance okay. you know or or at least during that fight at the end where he's going after the Three-Eyed Raven and we have um uh, the Greyjoy's is pretty much protecting him maybe him alone attacking rather than him sending in an army of zombies before him and then it just kind of feels hopeless which it made sense but still um there's actually a good uh callback where it's um theon uh in season one is like saying what are we gonna fight in the gods woods one day and that's exactly where he ends up and dying Oh it's you know, no. like a very like, clear <laughs> line to that point um, yes Theon Theon dies okay. uh, he is killed by the Night King uh, while he's protecting what other bodies hit the floor Chris? um I actually have a list <laughs> ooh you're prepared I like it prepared but don't have it open <laughs> alright uh, so starting off the battle um yeah, you know, we have Melisandre. She shows up. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, uh, some people are not too happy with that, but she explains, "Don't worry about it. I'm gonna I be dead by witch. morning." <laughs> so she was not too concerned. Uh, she goes to the Dothraki and she says, "Lift up your swords," and she just lights all the swords on fire. Okay. It was a very cool moment. But man, it doesn't it lead to the so the first entire death is all the Dothraki army. Wow, is wiped out. So what, what you get in the scene-wise is they rush out against the Nightwatchers. You can't see any of them. Okay. Uh, you just see these flaming swords go out into there, and you just see one Speaking by one. Speaking of watch.
0: which, not being able to see. Yes. No. We're, we're, <laughs> this, this will lead into that. Okay. You see one
2: by one, each sword light just disappear. Okay. Yeah, and that's just kind of how that starts. And then the show becomes the darkest episode, I think, in television history. Because, man, did they just... I don't know if they fired the lighting guy that day or, or <laughs> they, what. Brought, they ran out of money. <laughs> no. It, it was definitely a creative choice. It's supposed to be this like long night darkness is surrounding them and like um, uh, approaching them because there's and the only reason I say it's an artistic choice is because all the choices they do like with the dragon coming in and blowing fire that's a moment of light uh, of levity. The episode's yeah, but,
0: actually called The Long Night. Yes. So <laughs>
2: Uh, when Melisandre lights the um, trench on fire to um, mm. hold them at bay, you know it's a moment of of levity for like a second. Whether whether or not, it's a weird choice. Did I have to watch the rest of the episode in complete darkness just to be able to tell what was going on? Yes, because yeah.
0: I, I guess it, when you have this giant battle mm. going on and it's just fucking chaos, it's hard to keep track yeah. of what the fuck is going on. If you know, you're, it feels like your TV's set to dim, you hmm. know? So, I mean, I can understand that criticism. Because that drives me crazy when, you know, in a movie when it's just, like, too dark, you know? they, they I don't know, it's the lighting design or whatever, but... So no, I, like, I understand um,
2: that. One of the next deaths is um, Ed from the Night's Watch, the one that kind of takes over for John after he leaves. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the only way I knew he was, you know, murdered in that moment was because I heard the sound effect... Of the sword going in him. I couldn't see it.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. (laughs) While he's talking to uh, Samwell, who just somehow survives this whole war. That's kind of his thing, right? (laughs) Did he kill
0: any walkers?
2: He, you know, he has a moment or two where he, like, actually stabs a couple people. But he's just, he's, like, shitting his pants the entire time. Yeah. And once they actually, you know, they fall back into uh, Winterfell, you know, there's a point where he's actually on the ground being covered in White Walkers and I was just like well okay he's dead uh-huh. there's no but then they show him later just kind of like just shivering on the ground I'm like how did he survive the last time I saw him he was literally covered could in zombies could there be something to that <sighs> maybe okay alright I'm
0: just I'm just throwing because <laughs> that does seem weak though uh-huh. uh. I feel like
2: he just had some weird plot armor that we just don't know about <laughs> uh, maybe maybe who knows Um. are you a fan of the Mormons yes uh, do you remember little girl yes, Leanna Mormont? Yes, yes. Uh, she has a great moment in the episode where a giant is finally like is barging through Winterfell. Oh, no. And um, she just decides, fuck it, I'm going to go head on with the giant. No, uh, please don't. <laughs> he, uh, luckily, she doesn't get swung out. Um, mm-hmm. he, the giant literally picks her up to be eaten. Mm-hmm. And she stabs yes. it in the eye and kills it.
0: Okay, so at least she goes out like a badass. Yeah, she goes she, out. Does as a she badass. survive? She doesn't survive. No, like no.
2: She, her bones were definitely crushed to the oh, grass, so okay. she's dead. And she's actually one of the people when the Night King raises up, all the dead is come comes back. But it's only how dead. badass was that scene? It was pretty badass because you get this moment where things are definitely calmed down. You know, we're getting to the point where the Night King's forces are definitely slim, and all the heroes are kind of like, "Who's left?" Is kind of like starting to just like they're they're in the tight corner, but they're, you know, they're getting to calm down a moment. Mm-hmm. And then um, John, who's just like, fuck it, I'm going to go get the Night King myself. He's just walking across the field of dead bodies. And then Night like, King turns around and is just like, no. He starts raising his arms and John's like running faster and faster because he knows what's about to happen. Yeah, And then, you know, it becomes a psychological thing where you're just all your friends are now standing up against you as yes. well. Yes. You know, I thought that was a great moment. Uh, I felt like they should have dealt with that a little bit more. Like um, you should have been seeing a lot more of like friend versus friend. now all of a sudden, you know, like mm-hmm. having to deal with. Oh my God! My best friend, who just died, is now staring me in the eye and trying to kill me. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen that a little bit more. Like I'm still mourning this person, mm. and now I'm
0: having to, you know, kill them. Yeah, you know, again. all over again. <laughs>
2: um, I. That also led to um, their basic strategy for all the women and children were to hide in the crypt. When he raises his arms, all the There's dead bodies in the crypts. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. to life and start attacking. Yeah, him. and that almost becomes a straight horror movie in that moment.
0: What the fuck were they thinking?
2: It leads to like a little moment for Tyrion and Sansa to be kind of heroes and like guiding everyone. I guess, but why would you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't really make sense to that. Because like, it literally feels like horror movie logic. Mm. You know, bad horror movie logic. Yeah, you don't want to so. hide in the ground. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, someone did make a good meme where it's like, okay, they traveled around with a White Walker in this wooden crate for how long? And it couldn't escape but these crypts that are covered in stone, the zombies were just able to punch their way out. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Uh, um, Jorah Mormont also passes in this episode. Okay. Um, he's, uh, for some reason, Daenerys decided to land on the ground for a moment and sit there on the dragon. Mm. Uh, of course, all these White Walkers start climbing on top of the dragon. The dragon, that dragon uh, does not die, uh, as we find no. out uh, but she's, like, now defenseless standing there in a field filled with zombies. Okay. And um, out of nowhere, Jorah just shows up and just starts defending her. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have, like, this back-to-back sword moment where they're just fighting White Walkers. And that's kind of, like, the tension until they get to the end of the episode. Okay. Okay.
0: Um. So Arya.
2: Arya, yes. Um, you know, after we see Theon, you know... Make his last stand against the Night King. Uh, the Night King, you know, approaches Bran to kill him and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like this long staring moment uh, with Arya. I feel like it was way too telegraphed. Um, you know, I was was I happy in the moment? Hell yeah, it was awesome because I okay. love Arya and everything. But um, you know, they kind of been they've been predict like telling you that she's going to have an important role in this for kind of like many seasons. Yeah. And this season, this episode alone, they were, like, Melisandre um, kind of, like, retells her her prophecy mm-hmm. of, like, I've seen you kill this person with this eyes, uh, green and brown and and blue eyes. She's, she changed the order this time. Okay. And it seems like, oh, Arya now has an idea of how to f- um, how to win the war. And she runs off, you know, on her own. And we don't see her till the end of the episode. This is, like, um, two-thirds in. Okay. And she disappears for, like, the final, like, act. And then, so, as, you know, he's reaching for... The Night King reaches for his blade to kill Bronn. You just hear, ah! She, like, flies in the air. Um, he scratches her by her throat. So, you're thinking, oh, shit, she's about to just die. This is, like, her moment. And this would have been... If they were to kill off Arya, this would have been the moment, I think. Yeah. But, um, she pulls a total ray, drops her blade and, um, catches, and it. catches it and stabs him in the stomach <laughs> and it was a badass moment don't get me wrong now was
0: this the blade that she had made for her um
2: uh, no the weapon that she has made she loses in like the first uh third it's, it's she has a cool moment where like everyone's panicking you know and freaking out in the battle and she's just like stone
3: cold yeah stone cold beating <laughs> everyone you
2: don't see vulnerability till like um the second act i would say okay where she's um they have this total like resident evil moment where she's in the uh library and she's trying to just sneak her way through, mm-hmm. uh, through all these zombies and everything. It was very, it was very. So it sounds like a pretty fucking great payoff for those yes.
0: first two slower episodes. Mm-hmm. Like this is just, I mean, what you're describing is just fucking balls to the wall action. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So I just relax, people.
2: Right <laughs> <away>. <laughs> no, and I, they know what they're doing at mm, this point. I'm somewhat. So I'm still extremely excited to see where we're going from here. You know.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I too was surprised. That you know they kind of you know like like that's it right for the the White Walkers? Yeah, that's it. Uh, the Night so, King's dead,
2: and all the White Walkers are just gone. And I'm
0: surprised like how you know I mean obviously it was a fucking war, but mm. you know that they were able to put down. I was you know, expecting the Night maybe King's like so a easily. two
2: episode deal or something. Or yeah,
0: well I thought he would survive to the end mm. at least. I thought he'd be a big part of you know the finale, but apparently no. now
2: Clearly the story is more you know who's okay. going to be sitting on the throne. Yeah. And it, it makes sense. Yes, it that does. They want to do it that
0: I just way, thought maybe he'd be in play. So, mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: um, whenever that book comes out, I'm assuming he'll be a much bigger deal. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's an interesting choice, though. Hmm. It is. So,
0: because I have no clue where they're going now.
2: Yeah. You know? Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, because I also thought
0: we. Be losing more characters, where we kind of have a vision Mm. of like, okay, well, this is what we're getting, you know, end game wise, no pun intended, you know, (laughs) this is where we're, you know, headed.
2: It's interesting this because I don't know how many forces are left in the north after this, you know. So you feel like they're that depleted,
0: where now they're vulnerable. But
2: the trailer after the episode made you feel like, okay. The North is all rallying behind Daenerys now because she's been she fought alongside them uh-huh. and they've got the momentum that's all that you need I guess <laughs> but Cersei's got the the madness so uh, that is true
0: she's a crazy fucking uh-huh. bitch <laughs> all right well I mean overall if you had to rate the episode what would
2: you give it Christian are right. sticking to our five scale you always um I give it a 4. I'll be I'll be fair. I'll give it a 4. Okay. Cuz I think um, you know minus not being able to know what was going on for a good 20 minutes uh, I think it was a really well-done <laughs> episode.
0: Were you <laughs> on the edge of your seat though? Yes. So like, do, you, do you think that was part of it like they want you like guessing and trying to figure out like building that tension?
2: Exactly. That's how I felt. That it was supposed to cuz seriously, you feel like you're in some there's so much like tension in like you're actually that there.
0: Exactly. Right? Okay. All right, well, maybe I'll actually watch the episode and <laughs> judge for myself. Um, I've got a lot of binging to do.
2: I would still say uh, Battle of the Bastards is probably still my favorite battle.
0: Okay, well, yeah. Okay. I would be surprised if it times mm. that, though. So, um. All right, man, well, moving on. And we actually, we're going to get back to news, which is kind of crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> So, the Avengers movie. Another little thing happened hmm. over the weekend. We finally got Avengers Endgame and god damn it, it made all the money. <laughs> um biggest domestic opening of all time, 357 million dollars. Uh and I think it blew the old record like out of the water. Hmm. So, uh biggest international opening of all time, $864. 0.5 million dollars um and just uh, it overall it has already earned 1.2 billion dollars it's already number 17 mm, um on the all-time worldwide box office charts
2: that i feel like that alone was by sunday they had the yes, 1.2 billion yes by it sunday wasn't even by and now. they i
0: think they, for a Monday release, like a Monday, you know, after, it was like number three all time. Um, so it had a huge Monday, and I'm sure it's going to have another big weekend. No, I've already heard
2: people are struggling to find tickets for the second weekend. That's insane. I was you, yourself, saw it twice. Yes, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> somehow I did six hours just for the podcast. Did you, did you uh, take any bathroom breaks? I did not.
0: I didn't make it, man. <laughs> exactly
2: halfway through, I had to go. And it's
0: funny, though. I thought I was maybe 45 minutes in. I was like, Jesus Christ. But I was I was happy to find out that, oh, an hour and a half has already passed in this movie. Um, and it didn't feel like that no. at all to me. So, um, yeah. So, let's review yes. Avengers Endgame.
3: Your presentation.
2: All right, Damon. It, it's literally the end of an era for us. Because we have, like, I think from the beginning of this entire show, we've been talking about what's going to happen in Infinity War. Part one and two, yes. You know, before we even knew what Endgame was called or anything like that.
0: Pretty much, this whole (laughs)
2: show has been
0: speculation for (laughs) sixty-some fucking episodes.
2: So I'm glad if you've been here since episode one, or if you're just now learning who us we are, and you've been, you know, piling in those, getting those coins for Podcoin, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice (laughs) plug, Jesus. (laughs) Um, but that being said,
0: spoilers. Yes. I feel like it's a week after the movie's been released, Mm. so if you haven't seen it at this point, that's on you. So, (laughs) (laughs) spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I don't see how we could actually do a non-spoiler review, Um, so we're going full spoilers here. Mm. Um, I think we're going to kind of talk about, let's talk about our overall thoughts first, and then we'll kind of go act for act and just talk about like what we loved what we didn't like you know yes
2: and please if if you don't know we have timestamps. they're right below yes just skip this section go to comics or go to wrestling whatever you love to hear from us uh, I can't imagine week. anyone listening to a show <laughs> called The
0: Amazing Nerd Show and not have seen this movie already
2: it, there's always so, that yes. one there's always that uh, one yes, and there's yes. still going to be a comment or some type of review we get where they're like they the spoil <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> So, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> at least we spent a good 30 seconds now just explaining yes. spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> All right. All right, Christian.
0: I'll let you go first.
2: Your yeah. thoughts on this movie. As a film, I can't I feel like I can't judge it as just a film because it, it's it's an end cap to 11 years of films. Yes. You know, I have to look 22 at it in that films? Way. 22 films, 22. films. Yes. I think this is the 22nd. Yes. Correct? Yes. whatever who knows (laughs) it's a lot of movies (laughs) so nothing like this has ever been done judging it because when i i did do some research i did look into like what could possibly be a negative review for this film and i could see where they were coming from when it comes to you know like could this be a standalone on its own but it's not it's it is the end cap Yes. To everything. So if you if you if there was a point where you just decide you don't like Marvel movies, you're not going to like
3: yes. this
2: final film. That's just how that is. It is. Now for me as a fan, mm-hmm. this was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, this was everything that I needed it to be, in in ways that I didn't expect. You know, when because I couldn't. I mean, we knew that there was going to be time travel. You know. Yes. We we understood that, but they handled it in a way where I actually I got it. It didn't bother me too much. Yes, uh, it didn't feel it like it, They kept it simple. You know, they didn't you know make it too many rules. Where if they touch their former selves, it's the end of the world. Or yes. um, if they go in the past and they touch, you're not. There's gonna no butterfly from, effect.
0: Yeah, you're not going to disappear from the Polaroid. Exhibit. Exactly,
2: <laughs> Marty McFly's whole thing. Exactly. Um, so I really, I really enjoyed this film. I um I haven't had an emotional response in a film. In a really, really long time, but it took a lot of power. Most people I know cried, but it took so much willpower mm-hmm. to just hold it in uh-huh. when we finally saw the big battle at the end. Yes. So um that's that's me without you know diving into exact parts, but yes, okay. I absolutely love this film. Damon, what did you think?
0: So um overall it was probably one of the most satisfying movie going experiences I've ever had, mm-hmm. you know, as a fan. Um, I know like fan service is a dirty word nowadays, which I don't get. I mean, for me, this was like fan service to like the 10th degree. And I I loved every moment of it. It gave me everything I Mm -hmm. wanted and things I didn't know I wanted. Um, Like you were kind of saying, I love what they did with the trailer. Once again, they basically gave us a trailer for the first act of the film. So we went into the rest of the movie not having a a clue what the fuck we were getting? So I love that there was tons of surprises throughout the film, um, but also I, I realized how emotionally connected to certain characters I was, and I was completely unaware, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think it was, you know, just this film. You know, um, you know, you know, basically through you know their storytelling, doing that, I think it was just like them highlighting these characters so well in this film that it really brought out those emotions. Um, so I, I, I mean, I've got my hats are my hat is off to the Russo brothers mm-hmm. because what they accomplished with, with this film. I like I said before, I don't think it's ever been done for them to bookend twenty two movies. I mean. I can't even imagine like where you begin to like process you know to no. get on that kind of task. So I mean, this was an odyssey. This wasn't a movie. This was a fucking odyssey. Mm. Um, you know, from the first act. You know, I mean, these movies are like these acts could be their own movie. Like, if they just, you know, add oh, yeah. another, like, have they it, like they could really do, it? yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is just, like, a Herculean, like, process, you know, just a just a masterpiece of a movie um, for them to even tackle. Like, I, I, for Anthony Russo, Joe Russo, you know, to sit down and, like, basically, you know, lock themselves in the room along with their screenwriters. And I, they, I Christopher Marcus, Stephen McFeely, which, I mean, the, these guys don't get talked about enough, mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, it's just amazing. Because they basically were saying that they, like, locked themselves in a room for, like, years, you know, developing the script, you know, figuring out where they're going and everything. Um, you know, and just for it to pay off in this way, you know, it's just... I mean, I, and payoff, I feel like, is an understatement. You know, I feel like it delivered, like, tenfold. So, I, I just... I mean, the emotional beats... You know, that's throughout this film, the pacing, the amount of characters that they dealt with where I felt like every character had an arc, Mm. every character had their moment where you were able to, you know, remember and relive why you fell in love with this character in the first place, you know, and, you know, celebrate this character in a way. So, um, you know, and it's it's not a swan song for all these characters, you know, and I felt mm-hmm. like it set up, you know, possible arcs for the future, and you know, made you want more of these characters, um, which is hard to do, you know, after twenty two mm-hmm. films. So, um, I was just, I was just, I was just impressed, you know, um, you know, my audience was fucking, it, it, like I always talk about, I always see these movies at like 11 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> matinee. Um, but, you know, I felt like I got, like that Friday night experience. Like my audience was packed, you know, and they popped and the, all the right parts, you know, I mean, I had people applauding, sobbing, you know, shouting things. Um, it was a true experience, you know, but I enjoyed it, you know, I actually found myself involuntarily like shouting things out (laughs) in the movie and I'll talk more about it when we actually talk about the different acts but like I actually became that like total like fanboy like I was almost at like a sporting event you know so I you know I like I said it's just it's a movie going experience that I don't think will ever be matched you know for me so um that's my overall you know, thoughts on the film. So let's go ahead and let's get into the nitty-gritty of this film. Yes. Okay, let's go ahead and let's talk about Act
2: 1. All right. So, Christian. Well, that's another thing. This film was, like, deliberately and so cleanly put into three different acts. I always love films that can actually make you feel like there are three, a beginning, middle, and end, and it doesn't feel like there's this weird, like, Yes, There's the structure. I
0: mean, like I said before, the structure was a masterpiece. Mm. Like it was like It's
2: very much built like a play. Right yes,
0: and but it was it it was so well done. Mm-hmm. You know where yes, there was a formula there, but it worked. You know, it just worked so well. Um, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, so uh, Act One, we get you know Thor uh, and the team meeting up with uh, Captain Marvel for the first time. Oh, not even just that.
0: Well, um, we get we start off the movie mm-hmm. with Hawkeye, which we kind of predicted yes. that we would get. We get Hawkeye. We made
2: two correct predictions. Yes, at the beginning
0: of the film. <laughs> so yeah, we get Hawkeye with his family. You know, teaching his daughter some archery. Um, you know, he turns around and you just see a cloud of dust behind him. Um, you know, even though we knew that moment was going to be there, it still resonated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just so well done. Um, and I felt like the one thing that the first act really did was just getting this sense of just dread and just, you know, mourning mm. across, you know, it, it the MCU was in such a dark place. Um, I thought they just, I mean, they, you know, from, you know, where you have, you know, Cap, you know, basically leading, you know, a... Uh, survivors group. Yes, you know, and basically the whole MCU, they're all survivors at this point. You know, half the population has been wiped out. Um, you know, I I thought it was amazing. So I I felt like you know they made you feel the stakes. They made you feel like you know what happened happened. You know, it wasn't just something that's in the background. Oh well, half the people were wiped mm-hmm. out. You know, they made the stakes high. You know, and they made you know it matter. You know, in a way that some films don't, you know, where you could feel, like, just this sense of mourning, like, hmm. throughout the entire act, where these characters are all traumatized, you know, by this. Um, but, yeah, you. I mean, just even how we, you know, we end up with Tony, you know, yes. on the ship and everything, and we, you know, see Tony, you know struggling to survive and you know almost starving to death and he has this wonderful monologue where he's talking to pepper through the helmet which we all seen in the trailer mm. um which was i mean spoilers great foreshadowing um for the character i thought was wonderful you know um you know and i was i was happy that you had uh, nebula there and you you know had those kind of lighter moments in there with the characters. Um, and that was one thing that I also loved about the movie was that, you know, seeing certain characters interact that, you know, you've never seen mm. before, but just loving every second of it, you know, and wanting more of that. Um, but yeah, the, the, and then just having that wonderful moment of, you know, the light shining on him as he looks like he's about to die almost. Um, and they did a great job of, you notice that, like he, like, I, I'm... How, he, like, skinny like, thin he? Yeah. he
2: looked and everything.
0: I was like, how long has he been out there that he's lost that weight? <laughs> <train? laughs> Um, but that was great, you know, Mm -hmm. that added to it, but then to have like Captain Marvel arrive, you know, as, you know, the angel basically, Mm -hmm. you know, saving them, you know, and then showing up, you know, finally on earth, you know, but what I, what I loved about that, you know, and you had this big, you know, you had all the heroes rushing onto the field and, you know, you have Tony come out and you're expecting this big moment. He does have this nice moment with Pepper, but then... You have him and Steve, you know, finally come face to face after years and Tony's still fucking pissed, Mm. you know, Um, you know, Tony's severely traumatized, he's bitter and he's fucking pissed and he took it out on Captain America, you know, it's not like this, like all's forgiven, water is underneath the bridge, you know, which I kind of expected. I'm glad that they didn't you know, do that and take the, you know, easy route. They sat I, was, there. I was
2: almost afraid that was going to happen, though, because when he got off, he wasn't initially pissed off because he was, you know, happy to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> but when we finally get him, you know, starting to get into the recovery session and he's there eating a meal, you know, the IVs him, then he you know, explodes. Yes, yes, so yes,
0: yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, when you actually see mm-hmm. him, like, sitting there actually processing everything and he's basically holding it together, you know, physically. Um, but yeah, no, and he goes off. That was I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I really did. Cause it just adds to the complexity of the relationship. So um I thought that was fantastic. And then, you know, we see Tony just say, fuck it. I'm out. You know, I'm done. You know, and he's just a character who's in mourning. Who you know lost you know a protege you know and feels like he lost everything at this point you know he basically lost his reason for doing what he was doing mm. so um, you know, I, I, you have them you know take this huge time jump five years you know then goes by and literally they showed on the screen five
2: years um, I thought that was a ballsy move. To I, have that I much didn't time. like how long it took them to say five years later though. Really? <laughs> that drove me nuts. When I went, five. Years. <laughs> Didn't really do Later, that? Later. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no reason. For that. <laughs> we get like, it. We get it. That's, <laughs>
0: after you say years, we know where mm-hmm. you're going. So, um, but this, is,
2: this is after we get a moment with um, the team going up and fighting. Oh, that's right. Yes. yes.
0: Let's not get over that. <laughs> yes. Um. What did you think of that moment?
2: Um, it, it took me by surprise. I was I was not expecting that. Yes, um, it's a, it's a great moment having the team all there, and you kind of see them like dealing with the gravity of what he's saying. And I everything. thought it also
0: was a good introduction to Captain Marvel
2: too. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are we talking oh, to sure to about kill this? Him. I'm going to go kill
0: Thanos. <laughs> How badass is that? It's know? a badass moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dug that, but then all landing on the planet, they know where he is mm-hmm. because he used the stones again so they can see, like, the power signature somehow or whatever. Um, and then, you know, they go to the fucking planet, you know. Um, and I was truly, like... I. I satisfied you know that thor finally aimed for the fucking head you know i mean we get this moment i didn't expect it to come here at this point um you know so with the first what 20 minutes of
2: the movie yeah, I wanna say, it was like the first 10 to uh, 20 minutes
0: they confront thanos they don't fuck around they realize that he destroyed the stones by using the stones mm-hmm. what a fucking asshole Um, And you could just see the loss go over all their faces, you know, because at this point, Mm -hmm. what are they going to do? And Thor says, fuck it. And he cuts off his goddamn head,
2: you know, so. um, And that's kind of like your like official, like, this is dread. Yes. You know, where there was a moment of hope, you think, and then just. Yes. Yes. Like, how are we here already? Like, what's (laughs)
0: going on? And then you realize, oh, shit, Um, they're screwed. So um, and then, yes, then you have the big time jump. Um, Which I thought was incredibly fucking ballsy to do, you know, to have five years take place, you know, after you lost, you know, Mm -hmm. half of the population and have these characters have to move on, um, you know, and seeing how they all moved on, um, I I thought was awesome. And seeing like the Avengers existing during that time, um, just, I mean, goddamn, I mean, I was not expecting that and that's a huge risk to take mm-hmm. you know and especially where we end up in the movie um so I, I loved the whole setup, though, of, like, you know, this kind of ragtag bunch of Avengers, you know, trying to deal with this, like, dystopian kind of few Because they make it look like, you know, I mean, there's just cars everywhere, you know, because half the population has mm-hmm. been. And how can we deal, like, you lose half the population. How do we deal with things that, you know, usually is no problem? Like, you know, fucking you know, towing all these fucking cars, yes. <laughs> you know, shit that you wouldn't even think about. Um, but yeah, so we, I mean, not
2: only, not only do they have to like clean up, but they have to deal with, you know, they're so filled with dread that they don't want to deal with any of that as well. Like, I think the, when we get, um, so Ant-Man does make a return. Yes. Um, and somehow from a mouse stepping on a control panel. Whatever, piano. man. That's like <laughs> <nice. laughs> That was the one scenario oh. that
0: Doctor Strange saw. I'm guessing all those other scenarios that mouse did not go into his no, that's van. That's crazy to think. But... Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, We'll get a comic book eventually about that mouse. Oh, absolutely. I I totally see that happening. Or some like MCU shorts or something
2: like that. (laughs) Where he's running through other situations. Yes, yes, yes.
3: (laughs) Saving the world
0: and no one knows it. I love it.
2: But no, uh, Ant-Man comes out of the portal um, and, you know, we get to see more of this kind of world where he's, you know, he's like, because he has no idea what's happened. And you just see trash everywhere. And, and you know, it
0: was a great choice because mm-hmm. we were seeing everything through Ant-Man's eyes for the first time. So it was a great way to kind of like explore what the world looks like now. You know, not just like through Steve's survivor group, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great moment too with yes. Steve leading that, like counseling this group. No, I loved
2: um, Russo telling us, you know, he cried at dinner. He cr- like Yes. Uh, like how people dog. normal people are dealing with this.
3: Yes,
0: because I mean, everyone is dealing with this post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress you know and like I, I can't even imagine i mean oh god so basically we get like the version like the mcu version of the leftovers that mm-hmm. hbo show so um but you know they didn't make light of it which you know the mcu is like notorious for doing and people give them grief you know mm-hmm. for just you know too much haha at times you know um, yeah how do you feel now yeah right <laughs> yeah you don't get gloomier than the first uh-huh. act of this movie so um, but yeah and oh yeah well let's but before we move on let's also talk about Clint where we uh, find yes. Clint and they're talking about like basically you see this ragtag bunch of Avengers and they're all kind of reporting into mm-hmm. Black Widow and they're talking about like this you know ninja character who's slaughtering like tells in like uh, Mexico
2: so, or is it Japan? It's no, Japan. Mexico first. They talk about okay. that. And then we see him in, in Japan. In later. Japan, you know. And mm. we have, you
0: know, this huge action scene where he's taking on this gang in Japan and just slaughtering them. And then, you know, Black Widow walks up and, you know, it's like, it's time to come home. Mm. So I thought that was a great moment and everything and to see, like, Clint just completely off the rails. Mm.
2: I kind of mm. wish that they had had a fight at that scene. Do you need a, a fight? Little bit? I
0: don't think they would... I, you know, the one, I feel like, we could have gotten more of that edge, maybe just through interactions with Clint, like him still being this angst-filled, mm-hmm. you know, nut job. Because
2: he seems pretty almost normal after we. Yeah, so maybe give act.
0: him a, a a moment here or there, mm-hmm. you know, with interacting with characters where he, you know he's just not himself anymore. Maybe you know the Hawkeye that we you know known and loved, you know, all these years of kind. I wouldn't gone. mind
2: like almost a Punisher type vibe. From him mm-hmm. more throughout it, yeah. Not he I do not want it to don't be that hard, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not calling it the Punisher cheese, but I don't want him to go over the top mm. or two on the nose. Um, you know, the arm tattoo was a bit much, you know, the giant sleeve, the big
2: ronin on his arm, it, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I, I still dug it though, I dug that whole like build up and everything, and it also. Sh- Showed you how much that relationship between those two characters, the Black Widow mm-hmm. and Hawkeye, you know, meant to each other. So I I, I think that worked out perfectly um, for both of their arcs. So, but yeah, no, but let's get into the second act.
2: Ah, uh, yes. So what we have, so when Ant-Man returns, mm-hmm. um, he kind of figures, because he's only been out for five hours and his... You know, in the quantum realm, and he comes out, and it's been five years. Yes. So he figures there has to be some way to control this to make it a time-traveling machine.
0: Yes. But an awesome moment before we get there is, you know, when he runs to his daughter's house. Yes. You know, and he... And she's all grown up now. Yes. At first, you're terrified, you know, (laughs) that she's not there. But then, yes, she's all grown up, and, you know it's happiness but there's a little heartbreak there too because mm. he's missed five years of his daughter's life so um, but he's just happy she's fucking alive now I don't know like did the rest of the family survive I don't know <laughs> what they has she been show. doing <laughs> yeah what's been going on is she living with that giant ants like what the hell's going on oh right? god <laughs> 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 playing the drums Um, But yeah, so and just seeing like the giant monument that they have for everyone who's vanished. Yes, is that what they call them? Right? Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. It would have been funny if they were called the Dusted, though. I guess in a really morbid (laughs) and sick way, Christian. (laughs) All right, second act, though. Uh, We have Ant Man and crew, you know, approaching Tony uh, about doing time travel. And of course, Tony's reaction is what
0: <laughs> well, and it's hilarious when Scott is trying to explain this to mm-hmm. them. And they're like, are you basically giving us the plot to back to the future too? Mm-hmm. And he was, like, <laughs> cause Scott's not really a scientist, no. you know? So I was like, are you going to have Scott like be the one who like puts this all together? Um, so I was glad that banner like kind of jumped in and everything. And what did you think about where Bruce was at this point?
2: Um, It was interesting. You know, I I liked the character um, throughout the film, but it was weird seeing him in this kind of mixed state where we get Professor Hulk, pretty much. Yes, yes, it is (laughs) Professor Hulk. Um, My girlfriend said he was very uh off-putting. You know, just kind of like hard Hearing
0: Mark Ruffalo's voice come out of the Hulk (laughs) is off-putting, yes. I thought it was fun, though, Mm -hmm. you know. But I'm also, like, I don't know. When I got back into comics in the 90s, I... You know that's basically the arc that the character was going through. So I might be more forgiving of that gotcha. character than you know other people. We're like, wait a second, this is the Hulk. You know that I you know got to know in the first film.
2: Or you if know? anyone's picking up a mortal Hulk now and then watching this, oh Jesus it's probably Christ. thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think anyone's
0: picking up mortal would be just thrown off in general by yes. that book. So, um, but yeah, no, I I thought it was a. Like, this is where you'd want this character to go, though. Like, that, you know, I mean, it's a natural arc for the mm-hmm. character, the merging of the two personas. So um, I didn't mind that, you know, and it feels like this is the best of both worlds, you know. And he's kind of like a, a it, felt, it felt to me that he was still in the hero game. You know, because he's famous, like people are coming up to him wanting to take selfies with him. So it felt like he's still in the public eye somehow mm. and maybe still helping or being
2: being a hero. So I feel like he's doing more like firefighter gets a cat out of a tree type stuff. You think so? so?
0: I feel like he's still doing Hulk shit, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we see him during the battle in the middle. What do you when, mean? when they go back we'll to the battle. We'll get there. Okay. But he's, he's
0: got some moments during the battle. Okay. I know they, he could have had bigger moments. But he <laughs> had some moments. But yeah. Um... All right, so we had that set up, and then yeah, so we have basically they go and they visit Iron Man, mm. you know Tony, and try to convince him of this. And um,
2: we find out, you know, Tony's daughter is now like around five years old, and you know we get well, this he cool has thing. a daughter, yes, yes, and yeah, and that she the, was pregnant before. And in well, War. they
0: hinted at it; they didn't say that she was definitely pregnant in that movie.
2: I thought it was like no, confirmed.
0: They okay, no, they I mean. hinted at it, so they w- it was not confirmed. Maybe uh, Gwyneth confirmed it you know <laughs> one of her uh, leaks but no oh. it was not confirmed but it was strongly hinted but mm-hmm. it, so yeah i mean you see a version of tony that you thought you'd never see though you know this man living in this giant cabin you know in the woods basically so i mean this is it but he seems satisfied mm-hmm. you know he seems happy you know he has his family he's basically retired um, you know, and then these ghosts of the past, you know, arrive at his front step and, you know, he hears them out for a little bit, you know, but then it's like, no, we're done. You know, we're not, this isn't going to be a talk. And then he even brings up his daughter, which is, you know, a good point. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what do we do? We snap it and then we go back, you know, I mean, yeah. he's not going to, you know, make that sacrifice, you know. Um, but I thought it was a good moment. I thought it was a good, you know, it was an interesting choice for Tony that I didn't expect Mm. you know I was I was expecting it to be Tony who'd be like working around the clock trying to solve this problem I didn't expect Iron Man to retire you know after this Um, you know so I I, I liked it though I Mm. liked that arc so um, but yeah yeah you know they leave and you know they go on but Tony can't leave the equation alone you know, and he basically figures out time
1: travel.
2: <laughs> well, the main element is that he's never, because he was never able to crack um, um, Ant Man, like the uh, Pim particles. Yes. So that's the main thing he's always been missing. Yes. So he yes. could have technically cracked this years and years ago. Uh, he's never if had he, that Ant Man wasn't element. such an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think there's at some point he said, you know, I didn't want, I wanted to be able to figure out um, how to make Pim particles on his own. And he uh-huh. just could never. Yeah. Get there. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: I thought they did a good job of explaining time Mm. travel. Um, You know, it's something that I was dreading personally. I'm not a huge fan of time, you know, traveling movies. And, you know, it just always gives me a fucking headache in the long run. Um, But, you know, they made it very cut and dry. You know, um, things that you do when, if you go back in the past, it's not going to change, you know, the future. You know, um, so it, it, it I thought they did that well. Um, so once Tony figures it out, he goes back to the base and he, you know, basically says, I'm in, you know, and he explains things in a way that, you know, makes sense to the audience, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't, it didn't feel like a bunch of like exposition for, you know, exposition, no. you know, um, you know, sake. So I, w- I liked that. Uh, but then we visit Thor.
2: Yes. Uh, they decide to bring the team together and their first stop is, uh, Thor. We have, uh, what Hulk and rocket go to see him.
0: Yes. Yes. Which is, you know, rabbit and Hulk. That mm. m- it makes sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what did you think about the choice they made for Thor? I thought it was a fun choice. You know, um, it was interesting. Uh, it was, he's definitely drunk. M- it he's was fun funny. to hear all the women in my audience, um, Audibly groan when like, they oh, <laughs> come on <laughs> they took their eye candy away
0: so he's a little out of shape yes you know um he's you know drinking a lot and playing mm. video games so I mean he's living the high life goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Christian you like podcasts I love them I love podcasts have you heard of this new Podcoin app. No, I haven't heard of it. It's available for iPhones and Androids right now. It actually pays you to listen to podcasts. Really? Yes, yes. You get digital currency for listening to your favorite podcasts.
2: But what could I even use digital currency on?
0: Gift cards, um, Amazon, Starbucks. I believe they even have Target. Um, You can also use that digital currency to donate to your favorite charity.
2: If you want. Wow. If you're actually a good person. Unlike yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to really look into this. I listen to a lot of podcasts, Damon.
0: Me too. And I mean, you might as well get paid for it, right? Exactly. Uh, And right now, if you go ahead and use the promo code NERDSHOW, you get started off with 300 coins. That's a good deal. Right? Doesn't get any better than that. So, I would stop doing what you're doing right now. Well wait till the end of the episode (laughs) and go download podcoy all right the pod player that
1: pays
0: (laughs) um i you know i mean obviously they played it up for you know the comedy of it Mm -hmm. but at the same time i liked that it was a character you know arc for thor where you see him like going you know dealing with this trauma mm-hmm. um you know he, he's not used to losing so you've got him at this point where he just doesn't know what to do with himself so you know it it, it was an interesting choice but i was okay with it you know um, i didn't feel like it betrayed the character no. so, i mean if it came after dark world you know, or what is it? Dark world. I was yeah. Thinking, the dark world, yes, the second one. I always wanted to call it Dark Elves for some reason. Oh. But Dark World, it would make no sense. But after Ragnarok, it made perfect sense. I felt like it totally <laughs> no, fucked yeah. the character, and I mean, Chris Hemsworth is so fucking good at comedy. Jesus Christ, like I, I mean. I just feel like in the last, like, couple years, people have, like, discovered that, or, like, you know, the studios discover this. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, they're giving him more of this, like, kind of comedic, like, role, you know, to play with and everything. Um, Because he's so, his timing is fucking great. Um, you know, and I like this version of the character, you know, this is the kind of Thor that I liked, you know, when anytime in the comics where they betray like Thor is this crazy Viking drunk, who's just like running around, you know, mm-hmm. looking for a war to fight. That's the Thor I want. So, um, you know, this is, this is my Thor, <laughs> but I mean, this is Thor definitely going through something too, you know, and it shows you how fucked up he is and like the anxiety he's dealing with something that you wouldn't. You know, you usually see, even when they go on their mission at first, you know, he's dealing with so much anxiety that Rocket has to, like, give him a fucking pep talk. Mm I don't know. I dug it. So I think it really made Thor feel more relatable and more human. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, Ragnarok did a lot of, you know, but I feel like this really kind of, you know, drove Mm -hmm. that home. You know, and I want more of this character. And I was never a huge Thor fan. So that's saying a lot. Um w-
2: I felt like this resembled a lot more of the actual mythology version of Thor as well. Okay. <laughs> just interesting like him like soaking away all of his dread with beer and everything. Mm-hmm. It was just interesting.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I like that too, um they, you know, go on their first mission. I mean so basically the setup is they realize that they need to go back in mm. the past. Basically get the stones, you know, and then assemble their own gauntlet to redo the snap. So they use, you know, the, the quantum, you know, realm and, you know, the pin particles and everything. Like they all get their cool little Ant-Man suits, um, which I, w- I, w- I thought it was good. It was I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it felt it. pointless.
2: Huh? The, the they needed suits! suits. I guess. So
0: Iron Man had them too. They did Why them didn't cool Iron magic?
2: Man have a suit of his own?
0: Because he's fucking Iron Man. He did have a suit. No, Tony he has, has
2: he has the regular Ant Man suit, but what he doesn't does he have um like because um War Machine has his suit, and he has like one that's specifically designed now to look like all the rest of them. Tony, but Tony has a suit on a jumpsuit. He has a jumpsuit, but it's not an Iron Man suit. That's what I'm saying. Because oh, he's his because his suit is in him. Oh, yeah, he has the nanotech. Yes, he's got the
0: nanotech. Because when he gets to Avengers Mm -hmm. Tower, he does suit up as Iron Man right away. So, yeah, no, he's got it. But anyway, um, I enjoyed the jumpsuits. (laughs) (laughs) It sells more toys. Exactly, that's all I was (laughs) saying. And I will buy them. Uh (laughs) So, but yeah, no, I I thought that was a cool moment, you know, seeing them, you know, know, do the hero's walk and everything like that. We come to find out they hid fat, from us you know in the trailer Um, which with good reason Mm. I get it you know did you feel like they were fat shaming because I bet today I've been seeing all these articles about fat shaming I didn't
2: feel like it was fat shaming
0: I didn't feel like they really like I mean it's it's more it's clearly he let himself go Yes, they made a couple comments here and there Mm. but I think it was more about him being a drunk (laughs) you know half the time anytime any of the other characters would comment on Mm -hmm. you know you know, his condition. So I didn't feel that way. I thought like, yeah, definitely people grasping the humor, at straws. Like you
2: know. think about the humor when he's, you know, telling the story of where his stones are. And he just ends up talking about his ex girlfriend and his dead mom. And it's just yes, like,
0: Yes, he goes into this, and like Tony tries to walk him mm, off. And it
2: felt more about the yes, the we've, we've
0: had that friend at three o'clock mm. in the morning at the bar, you know, ha- giving the same speech. So. Well, it was
2: interesting it was, to see Tony be the one to walk him off. He
0: was like a drunk <laughs> dial away from being that mm. guy. So, um, yeah, right? Yeah, Tony, too, being the one who's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I love too with Thor that he, you know, after, you know, once they set up this mission and everything, Thor gets to have this really good moment with his mom. Yes. You know, I thought that was a really nice touch. It's something that, you know, his movies, you know, never really got into, which I think was a a huge mistake on their part, at least the sequel. So. Um, but yet, yeah, we got to spend some time with his mom and everything like that. And, you know, I think she kind of really, threw mm-hmm. her, her little speech, got into the essence of who Thor is. You know, and reminded Thor himself of who he is. So, um, we got a nice little cameo from Natalie Portman, which we didn't think we were going to, you know, get um, when she showed like up. Like, two the, seconds. Yes. yes. But <laughs> when she showed up to the premiere, people fucking lost their shit. Mm-hmm. People got really excited. So... Um because we heard that there was a lot of beef there. like, you know, she wasn't happy with the studio for whatever reason, you know, because they made fucking dark world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so but yeah, I was I was I was happy to see that they've kind of mended fences. You know, because I she'd be still want
2: for Jane Foster. Yeah, well, yeah, as, she has as Thor, Thor right? Uh huh. Um, Even the character, like in the book that we were reading right now, War of Realms, looked exactly like her with short hair. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> but you see, like after reading that book, and you know, reading that, about the that character in the comics, why I mm-hmm. want that character on the screen, and I feel like Natalie Portman would fucking kill it. So, um, but anyway, so everyone gets sent off on their own missions and everything like that. It. I, it wasn't Back to the Future to, you know, I mean, we did get a few moments mm-hmm. like that, um, you know, with Cap Captain America versus Captain America, you know, things like that. But they're all fun moments. Yes. You know, um, they're light, they were fun, you know, it did have, you know, that whole time heist feel to it, you know, as Scott Lang like, you know, coined it. Um, but it was it was a good adventure, but it was a nice love letter too to like the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just kind of revisiting all these movies and everything. Um, So we see, you know, Tony botch everything, and then basically Loki gets his hands on...
2: The Tesseract. The Tesseract, right?
0: <laughs> now, what we learn from Hulk's, you know, uh, confrontation with the Ancient One, um, she... Turns around and explains time travel further to him Mm. Um, because he basically tells her, you know, what they're doing. He tells her the plan, but uh, she basically explains like, well, no, you can't do this because if you take these stones from us now, you know, you're going to be causing all these alternate realities. You're not going to be altering what happens here. You know, you're not going to be able to turn back the clock with with us. Mm. What happens happens, but you're going to be leaving us without these stones. You know, we, you're going to be causing an altered reality. She does a really good job of explaining it. Um, you know, so it, it kind of like, I don't know, opens things up even further to where we go in this movie. Mm. Uh, where it's leaving a lot of people with a lot of questions afterwards but i feel like they're good questions you know they're the right kind of questions that you want after a movie like this so um seeing loki walk away with this with this, the tesseract you're like well, what the fuck does that mean for the character because that didn't originally happen <laughs> so right away that's to me that's an alternate timeline that's taking place. That's a good what if. Yes, it's a good what if and it's also a possibility for his own series. Mm-hmm. Cuz they didn't reverse Loki's death. Whoever died, you know, before the snap is still dead.
2: So, yeah, we don't know if he's actually
0: dead. Yeah, I, it is Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a good way out for them mm-hmm. and they can go ahead and tell his own stories and not have to worry about current continuity, you know, if they want to so um but yeah because of this fuck up they have to go further back in time um and get the tesseract from the 70s so then you get this nice moment between tony and his dad yes you know which you know if honestly if you laid any of this movie out like if you just gave me the script of this movie i'd probably be like what the fuck is this <laughs> you know like just on paper it probably sounds like just a bad idea But the moment was awesome. Like it was a really good moment for both characters and everything. And it really, you know, I think it, for me, it just reminded me why I love, you know, Tony as a character and everything, Um, you know, and just kind of, especially what we got, you know, with the whole relationship between him and his family in Civil War, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like it was a nice like bookend you know, to that relationship. So I enjoyed that. I think
2: it it created a lot of closure for him as well. Yes. He he would have never gotten it. And he needed that, you Mm -hmm. know, he needed that. And that's
0: really what they did with a lot of these little moments, you know, in the second act was created some closure from some characters and, you know, you know, Thor with his mom, Tony with his dad. Um, you know, I thought, I thought that was fun. So, um, and just well done, you know, and and things that I didn't expect I needed Mm -hmm. in this movie. Um, what other missions do we have?
2: Um. We also have uh, Nebula and uh, War Machine going after the Power Stone. Yes.
0: Now before we even go, Captain Marvel is just off the grid. She's yes. dealing with shit. Elsewhere, you know, this is all. This is happening across the universe,
2: which is not shown to us. Which yes, is one is like I think the my only gripe with this film.
0: Yes, and I will talk more about mm-hmm. it too because there's actually a point where I just forgot about Captain Marvel, which I think is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but she's off the board right now completely. Um, but you would think that they would want to call her like once they come yeah. up with this mission,
2: like when they were recruiting everyone for the time travel. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right um but i don't know i don't know maybe she wouldn't want to wear the jumpsuit i don't i don't know so um but i understand like storytelling wise you want to focus on these characters Mm -hmm. and maybe captain marvel doesn't necessarily fit you know here uh but yeah no uh, yeah the, the whole
2: mission i think what planet are they on do we even know uh, I don't remember what the planet's called. It's uh, they say they say the planet. Yeah, right. right? It's like mooring or something like that.
0: Well, she runs into a you know, an earlier version of herself basically. Mm. Um but yeah, so they I don't know, they they really I I was really worried about that, you know, like basically we you know, have this whole situation happening which is literally out of back to the future 2 where they you know, they the characters, you know, the villain discovers what the hell's mm. going on and is trying to stop it. So Thanos finds out through this dual like, nebula because she's, like, basically causing you know, I don't know, like, static feedback with them both existing, you know, through her mm. technology in the Somehow
2: same her memory banks are linking to the server that her other mind is on. Sure. I was, I was like, okay. Alien
0: technology? Uh-huh. Uh, whatever. I'll forgive it. <laughs>
2: It's okay. It works for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's able to basically see what the hell's happening. happening. Um, it's also, it was cool to see Gamora, mm-hmm. you know, before Guardians and, you know, see what that character was like. Um, but I thought, I don't know. I was worried. I was worried that that was going to be like, I, I, I was like, oh, I hope this isn't the last we saw of Nebula. You know, mm. of, you know, the version that we've seen of Nebby. Because I felt like that would just be, you know, just complete waste of that character. Which So I was happy that it wasn't in the long run. But I, I was like, oh, okay, okay. But it was a nice setup, you know, mm. for everything that we got in the third act. Um, But yeah, then we also travel with Black Widow yes. and Clint. Um And I can't remember what the realm is that they're in, you know, with the Red Skull. It's another planet. It's another planet, it's planet. but... It's some weird, like, it, he's basically this gatekeeper to, you know, the soul stone. Um, you know, we get the whole speech again about, you know, what you have to do to, you know, get the soul stone. You have to sacrifice something. Which, uh,
2: you know, thanks, Nebula, for really explaining yeah. how they're going to have to get the stone. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't really, like, explain that to no. them, you know? Um, I luckily, mean, she lays it out, but she doesn't say, hey, this is going. What's what you need to do. Luckily, it was those two characters who went there. Mm-hmm. Because if there's, like, no relationship between the two characters, what the fuck would they do? <laughs> <Don't
0: know. laughs> Movie making, whatever. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so, but then you have, like, them both, like, look at each other, you know? And then Hawkeye just makes a fucking break for it. He's gonna throw himself off that mm. fucking cliff. But, you know, Natasha's not going to have it. She's going to, you know, she feels like she has less to lose, you know, or, you know, she feels like she makes more sense to sacrifice. She she kind of did make more sense. Well, and still, you know, they're fighting to get Clint's family Mm. back, you know, partially. So, um, yeah, and I think it's probably the first big surprise of the movie. You know, we lose Black Widow. She does end up making that sacrifice, you know, in a really cool scene where they're both hanging over the fucking, you know, cliff. You know, and, you know, she makes him let go. So, um, you know, completely, you know, heart-wrenching scene. You know, my like, sobbing, you know, in the audience, you know, at that point. And that was, like, what, like, halfway through? Yeah. So, um. But, you know, movie magic. You know, I feel like it was a good like send off for the character. Now we know she's gonna get a solo film. <laughs> so I'm assuming it probably is in the past, but yeah, we'll talk about I'm that. Still assuming it's pretty cool. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. You know, because there's a lot of different routes that they
2: can uh, she is officially announced as uh, the producer as well.
0: Oh, of the film? Yes. That's good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah. And that's coming out sooner than later. Mm-hmm. That's in like the next year or two. That's like one of the first like phase four movies. So that's pretty exciting. Cause I've wanted that movie for a while. Uh, all right. So where are we at Christian?
2: Uh, at this point, you know, that's when they all start returning back in time uh, to the future.
0: Yes. Yes. And at first it's kind of like the celebratory moment. And then they realize that Natasha is not mm. there. Um, so, you know, you, get these characters fucking furious and they're definitely mourning. I'm glad that we got to, you know, sit with some of the original characters and watch them kind of mourn, you know, the black widow. Um, I'm glad that they didn't just fast forward that. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of times that happens, you know, in these movies where you lose a character in the middle of it and you don't really get to see in that kind of grieving process. Well,
2: I was also happy that they had like, a moment where you know Thor is like, "Why are we grieving? We can just snap her back into a reality." Mm-hmm. And they kind of explain. It's like, "No, that's not how this works." No,
0: especially with her having to mm-hmm. sacrifice herself. So no, it you know, and then because there's the whole get yeah, the whole you know Soul Stone lore where you know if she then she never sacrificed herself. But then yes, explaining once again to hit it over the head with the audience. Mm-hmm. That's not how time travel works in this universe, too. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, I thought it was a cool moment to actually be able to sit down with those characters and really, you know, get into their headspace and figure out where they're at and how they're dealing with, you know, that loss. So it it just shows you like, you know, the loss in this universe Mm -hmm. matters, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't think that, you know, the audience, I know I wasn't prepared for, you know, to lose a character
2: that soon
1: in the
0: movie. So...
2: Um, but okay. But no, but I mean that pretty much sets up for the third act. Yes. You know, that's yes. that's your bookend to the time travel and everything, you yes. know. And that's I mean, I'm glad they kind of kept it in this one sector and it didn't become like it could have easily been this moment where they all, you know, go go to confront Thanos and they're just constantly Time traveling back to the point where they before they die and finding him in a different strategy, you know. Yeah, that like would be worst <laughs> case scenario.
0: Yeah, I would not. Yeah, and I could definitely that would be just be like lazy storytelling, mm. you know. Um, but we've seen that so many times, you know. Um, so I'm glad that they didn't make that choice. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. and it's so funny even with them like keeping it so simple, it's still. A can of fucking worms <laughs> like you know in the long run like after I left the movie like I'm still like processing things I'm like wait mm-hmm. a second what does this mean and what does that mean um, but yeah so we get into the third act you know you have them basically assembling the stones you know they figure out you know they put together a gauntlet and everything they figure out the only right person to wield the gauntlet is the Hulk he's the only one who could survive you know it. Thor volunteers right away, but they're like, you're not in the condition to, mm. like, you know, he's still fucking drunk, for Christ's sakes,
2: so for him... you could just, like, like,
0: bring his mom
2: back by accident. Yeah, know, like, not, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, you know, they need someone who's level-headed, mm. you know, to basically snap everyone back, but not snap anything away at the same time. Because if you think about it, too, logically, five years has passed. Tons of babies have been born at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. so if you just reverse everything, you're still making a huge sacrifice. You know, it's not just Tony and his daughter. It's, you know, the entire population. So, I mean, it it was a smart move. You you know, you don't think about that when you're talking about time travel and reversing, you know, think, oh, we'll just turn everything back. Mm -hmm. Well, five years have passed. It makes everything matter more. You know, lives, lives have gone on. Relationships have started. Families have started. So, you know, it's not that simple. So I I, I dug that. You know, I thought that was a, that was a bold fucking choice on yes. their part, though. Because there is a, a lot simpler version of this movie where they just reverse everything and that's that.
2: Well, it's it's bold that they decided to seriously just keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have really...
1: Especially when <laughs> like, they got another no
2: phase idea. of these movies to, you know, mm-hmm. deal with. I have no idea what this means. So repercussion-wise, repercussion-wise. I mean, let's get into it. Um, so Hulk does snap, and he, you know, he makes the wish for everyone to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get this kind of moment, and I, I think the the clear answer is, oh, there's more birds now. All of a sudden, yes, there's- and then
0: Clint gets the
2: phone call. Clint gets the phone call. Yeah, um, which was a great moment mm-hmm. too. Um, we didn't talk about Nebula uh, getting switched. So um, yeah. You know, we- Briefly touched on it, but yeah, she uh, gets switches
0: out and... after she
2: gets captured by Thanos. Um, she switch um, her younger self switches out and comes back to the future, and kind of brings her ship, uh, brings Thanos' ship along. Yeah, I people. didn't
0: quite understand like how she was able to do that. They, but...
2: She does give him a vial of Pim particles. So Thanos do able to bring
0: his whole fleet. Through? I
2: don't know if they figured out how to just shrink the ship. Just by using the one thing of pen particles, but so
0: really they could have just waited there with a fly swatter and just you know <laughs> destroyed <laughs> Thanos sleep. If, if they're, they're aware, quick enough if they're aware. sure.
2: <laughs> but that's technically like he flies the ship through the quantum realm. That moment
0: hour. was huge though, when all of a sudden they realize that something's wrong, and then they fucking, they basically blow up the mm. Avengers facility. I thought we lost fucking Ant-Man. Oh he's yeah, like I thought standing. he was, because
2: he's point blank. Yes,
0: yes, and obviously he must have shrunk or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, you have them basically under the rubble, You know, um, Hulk is still dealing with the effects of, you know, using the gauntlet and everything like that. But he's still fucking saving everyone by holding up everything. Mm -hmm. So I will argue that, you know, we did see some action from the Hulk and he did have some value
2: in this story. (laughs) I'm not saying that he didn't have value. I was just saying, like, um, I don't imagine him being super heroic and wanting to do a lot of the, you know, old Hulk stuff. Because of what we see when he goes back in time to 2012 Mm -hmm. for the Battle of New York... And he's, you know, he's like, ugh, I, I'm embarrassed to, you know, be seen smashing and stuff uh-huh. like that. It was a funny moment, but I feel like I him still as a character... Think, I think he'd be a different kind of hero. I don't think yeah. he'd
0: be just running around smashing shit. But yes, no. I get it. Yes, he's I He's doing, I like, kids' that.
2: parties and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Rent-a-Hulk? Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know. And maybe I'm more forgiving, just like I said before, because... Uh, I know Professor Hulk mm-hmm. from the books, so I'm assuming that he's not just doing fucking, you know, kit parties or... Oh, parties. I'm
2: sure in, like, dire needs, he's probably out there kicking ass. Yes, you know? yes, just... yes.
0: So, but I, you know, okay, so he's basically, you know, keeping a few of the Avengers alive. We see mm-hmm. War Machine's with him.
2: Uh, yeah, it's War Machine and Rocket. Yes, yes. Uh, Rocket's, like, trapped under some rubble. They have to, like, get him out real fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then, yeah, so you have basically, you know, the Avengers scattered, you know, everyone's coming to, and then they realize that they're, you know, face-to-face with Thanos, mm-hmm. you know, in his fleet. Um, you know, I think they discover the betrayal at this point with mm-hmm. Nebula too, so they're not completely confused on what the hell's going on. Um, but you do have this badass fucking confrontation between Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man like they're the first Mm. in line to deal with it um and just once again shit that i didn't need i (laughs) didn't know i needed you know (laughs) so it was
2: great seeing the main three you know finally stand together and fight yes
0: yes and how badass was thor at first with Mm. this when he's got both fucking hammers because he grabs milnor Yes. Um, out of fucking (laughs) out of the past. You know.
2: do they return it to the past? Does it matter? Okay. Yes,
0: I think Steve. Oh yes. Yes. Right. Um so yeah, he yeah, he has to because he needs it to, you know, Uh beat those fucking (laughs) elves. (laughs) That would have sucked. Um but yeah, so yeah, though they He's got fucking what, what? What the hell's the other? i uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker, and Milnor. He's double fucking fisted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, calling all the fucking lightning on him, just looking like a fucking badass. Um, you get this gritty fucking battle between everyone. Cap's shield fucking breaks. Yes,
2: I that was awesome. Yes, when Thanos is just chomping the shield away.
0: Yes, and Thanos <laughs> too though. Like the fact that he, you know, his little dialogue here where he's like. You know what? I realize after seeing all this that, you know, it it just, you know, getting rid of half the universe just won't do, you know, because there will always be people like you, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, he's like, I'm wiping everything out. Fuck you. (laughs) You know, he's going to take it down to the last atom and then rebuild again. Um, You know, so just true villainy. You know, where I felt like, you know, the Thanos we got in Infinity War was, you know, someone that, you know, yes, it was a complete psychopath, mm-hmm. but you could kind of understand where his logic, his crazy logic was coming from, where this was just, you know, a, a mad Titan, you know, the way that, you know, the Thanos we get in the Marvel comics, basically.
1: Yes.
2: He was definitely a lot more arrogant. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Um, but I dug it. Mm-hmm. I did dig it, you know. Um But, yeah, you have this great battle that happens. Um, You know, it looks like, you know, Thor's about to go down and, you know, get Stormbreaker in his chest. You know, a complete, you know, reverse of fortune. Um, And then, you know, all of a sudden, Milnor comes into play, you know, and flies onto screen, you know, knocking Thanos down. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it's retrieved by Captain fucking America.
2: <laughs> Huge pop. Oh my god. This is when
0: I started to involuntarily like yell out in the theater. <laughs> Straight from the fucking comics you know, you've got Captain America mm. showing that yes, he can pick up Milnor. Um And then Thor even said, I knew it! Like just celebrate. <laughs> um
2: Awesome. Just awesome. It seemed so. like he had a way better grasp of Thor's power than Thor. Well, yeah, Because then he starts
0: going fucking... What was the game? Marvel vs. Capcom? Mm. With Where he's like fucking wielding the shield and the fucking hammer at the same time. Not using the shield to knock into the... Just awesomeness yes. happening. <laughs> great cinematic moment though Mm. you know i mean the whole audience i was with just popped you know right away when that happens so um you know i I loved it i really did so but then you know i mean they're still down here Mm. you know and then and
2: it's like my favorite shot of the entire movie where you know thanos says you know at this point, I mean, nothing. None of this is personal, but I'm going to enjoy like destroying your planet. And he brings his whole armies in, and you just have Thanos there, um, standing with a massive army behind him, and you have Captain America there just standing alone. And I love the the wide angle shot of that.
0: You know what? It, too like it, to me, <laughs> it just totally echoed. Skywalker, Hmm. you know, facing off, uh, you know, against basically the entire, you know, uh, New Order or First Order. Um, And then Jon Snow, you know, facing off against that fucking army. Yes. So it was totally that moment, but it just worked, man. It worked. Um, And then you hear what? On your left. (laughs) On your left. (laughs) And portals just start fucking opening up. And all the snapped heroes, you know... Are back, you know, and the crowd was just cheering. Mm-hmm. My God, you know, and I was one of them. <laughs> so, just a great moment. Fucking chill. I, like I'm getting chills now talking about mm-hmm. it. So, um, but yeah, no, wonderful moment. Um, you know, and they you finally
2: get to hear him say it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes.
0: So, you know, Cap, you know, sits there, and I, I guess they, just Kevin who has been waiting for this moment because mm. they already, they talked about it. Like people kept on asking, why has, ha- haven't you said Avengers Assemble? Like the, the entire time he's been saying, you know, it just doesn't work on screen. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> he's you know? a dick. No, he knows what <laughs> he knew doing. He was <laughs> waiting
2: for this fucking
0: moment.
2: <laughs> and
0: true to form, we get it. Avengers Assemble, you know, and, i popped man like Mm -hmm. i said like this this last 45 minutes is such a roller coaster ride of just you know screams and just my my crowd tears and my god what a fucking ride Mm -hmm. you know a journey um great third act but i will
2: i will say something controversial okay um after you know getting some time to sit let it rest yeah thinking about the battles of the last two films I still kind of enjoyed infinity wars group battle more than I enjoyed this one. I think uh,
0: this battle there's so much. Yes,
2: there's so much going on. I think there's so many more character moments in infinity war compared to in um this one. I in Endgame I did enjoy that we
0: got character moments in this, though. Like, I was happy that you had that moment between Tony and Peter.
2: Yeah, I no, thought that was, not, that's not what, what I, I mean. I'm, I'm saying, saying like, there's character. more like um, focused, like this character is now doing this action sequence. In oh, this moment. okay. You know, you got to sit more because there was less of them to deal with. When you this, there's so much going on, yes. on screen. You know,
0: yes, it is a fucking war. Uh
2: huh. Um, I, I, I still loved it. Don't yes, get me wrong. Yes, they're both fucking phenomenal. I just. Panther
0: comes out. And he's got <laughs> yes. his fucking army with them, and they're all starting to chant again. Oh, God damn, man, chills.
2: chills. Um, there is a there's a continuity error in this. Okay, um, so is it something you noticed? It's actually something my girlfriend noticed, and then I saw it the second time. Okay, um, so they so we get to this point where you know they're trying to get rid of the stones. You know they're trying to keep the stones away from Thanos during this. One. And you get them flying across. You know, Panthers running with it. Spider Man's got it. And um, all during the scene, um, Ant-Man realizes he needs to get the um, portal open and on. Yes. So he goes to fix the van. He's looking station wagon. Yeah. They find the van. He goes to fix it. He has to hotwire it. Uh-huh. Well, in the background, you still see Giant Man fighting one of the <laughs> ships when they cut away. Really? Yeah. Holy
0: shit. That's a huge terror. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even logically, like what unless it was a wasp but i she hasn't really shown it was him
2: yeah yeah wow unless she's working on the car but yeah you know literally a giant you know i mean they can explain it away like oh he's took a second to stop like a ship for a second or something (laughs) but it it was it was definitely an error okay (laughs) fair unless did thanos have giants no, it was him. Okay, I it's, believe. I believe straight you. up, it's his I suit and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I like, made it's sure to pay a, attention. It's not this even time. a silhouette. It's like no, you it's can him. See it. Yeah, I'm still fighting. Though. Wow. Okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fucking moment. Yeah. Yeah right. Um, but yeah, no.
0: I mean, I love that you got all those moments mm. in between the battle, though. They gave you enough time
2: to kind of set Dude, up Scarlet Witch. Yes, coming in. Yes. <laughs> yes, I even
0: forgot. Like I forgot about you know what she would do mm. in that moment. Um, you know, and she's still fucking. She's mourning, you know, and mm. she just she just lived it, you know. She, no time has passed in her mind. So, I mean, that's. God damn, that was an awesome moment. I love how powerful they're making her. Um and it gets me really excited for WandaVision. Yes. Um, because I have no clue where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, just seeing the entirety of the MCU come mm-hmm. together and put Thanos down, awesome. Just awesome. Well, I bring
2: up Scarlet Witch because it leads to the next big moment, which is um yeah, Thanos is like in his like dire straits. He's getting like destroyed by Scarlet Witch at this point. like mm-hmm. uh, His armor is getting torn apart. And he says, rain fire. Like, he forces them to start firing down on everyone. Yes, yes. The ship is, like, firing everything. And then the ship stops firing on the ground. And they start pointing up. And yes. Up. And I... <laughs> this
0: is the point where I was like, what the hell are they firing at? I Did Did you figure it out?
2: I, When I saw them pointing out, I was like, oh... See, I did not...
0: <laughs> I did not figure it out. And then through the fucking clouds mm. came Captain fucking Marvel. And I literally screamed out, fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> I embarrassed the shit out of the person I was with. <laughs> I was that guy in the audience. <laughs> I just lost control. <laughs> I'm not that guy usually, but I was so lost in uh-huh. the moment. I Man, man, like... I, an eight-year-old at Mm. the movies like can you imagine being an eight-year-old and seeing this movie jesus christ man you'd be traumatized um but anyway but yeah no great moment great moment we saw uh spidey um put on his the uh, The instant kill mode instant kill mode and everything (laughs) and have at it Mm. um and oh we got that wonderful uh moment too with all the uh women heroes yes you know
2: a force moment yes
0: Yes, yes, I thought that was great. It just sucks that you know Black Widow couldn't be part mm. of
2: that. Moment, I still, so. I'm still confused what Mantis was doing with that group. But beyond that,
0: she was she was gonna put some bitches <laughs> to sleep. It's okay.
2: Everyone <laughs> starts firing and she's just standing there.
0: <laughs> she's gonna. She's got some <laughs> skills. It's been a few years since we really saw her. Uh-huh. You know, Guardians timeline. So I don't know. I like it. Mantis. It just no. she made
2: no sense for that. Hey, that man, moment. she
0: fucking put. You know, Thanos in a coma for a mm-hmm. little bit. So she's got some powers, you know. But yeah, no, I have no clue, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Well, um, but yeah, no, that, that huge moment, but once again, chills. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even, as it's happening, like I'm trying to process what's going on. I was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> awesome. Awesome that they even thought to do that in mm-hmm. this movie. So, um, and it just, it just shows you we're in a new, you know, era of, you know, the Marvel Universe. And they're really... And kind of, of where
2: they can go from Yes. Here, you know?
0: Yes. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, but moving on.
2: Well, I just, just to be a little critical, I kind of wanted, you know, they do a lot of Captain Marvel is just out there saving people and we don't really know what's going I would have loved at least maybe two minutes max of her dealing with Another planet going through all this struggle. I mean, we do get how large the scale is when we, you know, were introduced to Captain America's group and everything. Mm. But to see her, you know, have another reason to be even more pissed off at Thanos just for like a moment—that would, would have been great. It would have been a great moment during the second to see her um, dealing phase with of the, the reality yeah. of,
0: you know, the snap, you know, in mm-hmm. her eyes and kind of get to know the character even more. Because I really thought we would have those moments in this movie. Because really, you know, kind of flesh out this character. Yeah. Um, but no, we didn't get that. Like, yeah, she was she, just, you know. It
2: definitely felt like they they definitely wrote all this film before anything for hers mm-hmm. was ever planned or thought out. Now, it totally set her up as a complete oh, no, fucking no, she, badass. She gets fucking yes. headbutted yes. and <laughs> doesn't. No, sells it. You uh, know, it's just. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So great battle between her and Uh you know Thanos and just I mean I loved it I really did um you know but yes it did once that moment and maybe it was because of that moment you know they want to have that big moment and everything Mm. because I didn't feel like it was telegraphed I didn't see it coming so maybe that's why they sacrificed that but I still think I would have wanted that you know maybe in the very beginning of the movie before she saves Tony or whatever you know Mm. I mean but I get it you know you have so many characters you have to service at this point um and she's got a bright future you know um but yeah no um awesome you know awesome moment but then yeah you see you know she goes down you know he throws up the I think I'm guessing the power stone
2: yeah he pulls the power stone out and then uses just that to punch her yeah which yeah was, which is great thinking and a yes. really well written moment
0: yeah yeah but then where do we go from here now? We we have, this is when we get the confrontation between him and Iron Man,
2: right? Yes, uh, Dr. Strange puts up, you know, the one finger because mm-hmm. he can't say what will happen because yes. that ruins the timeline. Right?
0: Exactly, exactly. So Tony goes and he confronts him um, and you have this battle where you think Tony's about to go down and he's about to snap and he does actually snap. And then you realize in the exchange, Tony ended up getting all mm. of,
2: the Sleight of hands. Yes. Yes. What's What's uh
0: Thanos's line?
2: Oh, I'm I am inevitable. inevitable. Yes. Yes.
0: And then Tony turns around and says, "I am Iron Man."
2: Should have thrown a fucking in there. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're yes. allowed one uh, uh, PG thirteen movie or right? two. That would have been so great. <laughs> I'm fucking Iron Man.
0: Give it to me. Um. But yeah, that would that would have been fantastic. Um. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I. I Just a great moment, huge cheer from the crowd, chills, um, watching all of his army get dusted, you know? And then Thanos, like, having that moment where he sits down and just no words, just, you know, the look of defeat. Mm -hmm. And then just to see him turn to dust, you know? Like, I mean, just almost standing ovation in my theater. (laughs) But then to realize that there's consequences you know, um, for it, you know, I wasn't expecting it like mm-hmm. during that moment. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I didn't, you know, and I, I mean, they set it up with everything that they tell you in the beginning when Hulk snaps everyone back. But for some reason, it, it didn't process. You know that we were going to lose. I
2: mean, time. even Thanos had a glove designed for this. You know. Mm-hmm. exactly Iron Man is using Iron Man tech yes it's not yes he's using Stark Tech mm -hmm. and like
0: Thanos had to go where they fucking made Milnor you know to get this gauntlet made so it makes sense Um, but yeah so you see Tony you know barely hanging on you know he's down in the corner Um, Peter I think is the first person to come up on him, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's it's Rhodey um, Rhodey, yeah Yeah, and then Peter and then Jesus Christ man Tom Holland just fucking don't (laughs) do it again to me Mr. Stark Mr. Stark I'm like oh Jesus Christ Um, but yeah yeah and then Pepper steps in and Mm -hmm. just a great I mean one of the best death scenes I've ever seen where, you know, it just, they did so much with so little, Mm -hmm. you know, like Tony, I think doesn't say anything really. Right. He barely, like he might whisper something, but like, you know, she basically, you know, tells him it's okay. You know, it's, it's okay. And with those words, letting him know that it's okay to, you know, you've done well, you know, and, and we'll be okay. You know, Um, and then just to watch the light go out, you know, just, I mean, goddamn, you know, I mean, audible sobs, you know, the whole theater, I don't think people were prepared, even though, you know, for the last couple of years we've been speculating, okay, well we're going to lose one of the main Avengers, you know, but you know, I don't know. I think at that moment, because it was such a celebratory moment Mm. to have it, you know, completely, you know, um, I don't know. Counterbalanced with like, you know Tony's death, you know so like there was no time really, you know where we got to like you know deal with everyone you know, mm-hmm. high fiving and <laughs> you know giving them themselves the you know um, praise. But yeah, no it it was a heavy moment, so I enjoyed it. And then we cut right to his funeral, you know they don't fuck around, but it was beautifully done. You get him, you know through a hologram talking to his daughter and everything, which I was like Jesus Christ man stop.
2: (laughs) I'm already miserable. What the fuck are you doing to me? Basically just like transition to epilogue. Yes, but it was a beautiful
0: transition. It Mm -hmm. really was and it worked, you know, Um, because you're you're realizing the loss, you know, to the MCU and literally the entire MCU is there. You know, for it, I thought that was well done.
2: Even um, the kid from Iron Man Three. Even the kid from <laughs> Iron Man Three, because like
0: they're going through the crowd, and you're seeing you know all these like main players from mm. all the different movies throughout the MCU, and then there's this one dude just standing
2: there. Perfectly. I had to Google that as soon as credits came. Well, out I line, like What's... I was like,
0: is that could that be the kid? And then you know, of course, you know right away, like you, I'm mm. on, on Google, it, it was the fucking kid. So, um, but I thought that was a nice touch. I thought that was a nice touch and everything. Um, but yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, that was a heavy moment. And then we go right into, you know, Cap's moment. You know, you see, you know, Cap, you know, they they have to return these stones, you know, so we're going to do the time travel thing again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what, it's Bruce and it's... Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. And, and, um, R- yeah. Not Rhodey. Uh, Sam. Sam, yes. Um, and, you know he's got Milnor he's you know going on the mission they're like okay just be five seconds and he doesn't come back um and you're, you're like good. oh fuck me what the hell are you doing to me Kevin mm. fuck? <laughs> and then they're like wait a second and then you know Sam right discovers you know an old man sitting on a bench and sure enough it's Steve you know and he made the choice to stay basically in the past um and to live out his life you know And we find out with Peggy. So, and you know, and I know I'm skipping over the Thor moment, but we basically close the movie with him and Peggy, you know, dancing in the Mm. living room. So I thought it was such a great bookend for both Iron Man and Captain America, a a bookend that you know I don't think does does this count as a
2: Captain America death? No, no,
0: I don't think so. I mean, they might character wise want it to be that way, but I feel like it's. It's so left wide open, mm. you know, for a possible return. I was this close, um, but yeah,
2: this close. Sorry, buddy. Double uh, death. But so before
0: close. before that moment, you had just Cap passing the mantle mm. on to fucking Sam. How awesome is that? So we are going to hopefully get Sam as Captain America, which I feel like is the right choice. It's the more logical choice than Bucky picking up the shield. Mm. So you're not going to give the shield over to the guy you think who was brainwashed <laughs> by fucking you know Hydra yeah. for years. <laughs> so um, you know, and I I think it's a bright future with Sam as Captain America. Do
2: you think they'll show, call the show Cap and Bucky?
0: Um, no, I think we're. I think they're still going to go with. I my guess is is that show is going to be basically the transition from you know mm-hmm. for Sam from Falcon to Captain America. You know, with the show ending with him suiting up and then we'll see him later on in one of the movies, you know, and maybe a new Avengers movie. That's my guess. We also see uh, Thor, you know, joining up with the Guardians at the end, you know, Um, I thought that was great. You know, I felt the one another critique I would say is I I felt like the guardians could have used a few more moments. I know we got the little moment between Star Lord and Gamora, Mm -hmm. you know, which was a nice touch. I would have liked to see a little more between like Rocket and Groot, you know, maybe. So
2: they do show Rocket
0: protecting Groot, I guess. Yeah, but give him a little mm -hmm. more. I mean, Rocket's pretty much Groot's dad, you know, at this point. So. I don't know. But, I mean, fantastic moment on the ship, though, at the end and everything, mm. you know. And just Thor and Peter together. Just no, fucking, that's great chemistry. Just money. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Let, I hope to God Thor's in that third Guardians film. Because I just...
2: God. Well, I would like to think that they... If anything, their movie was the most set up at the end out of yes. all of
0: it. Yeah, so we know that's the, the next movie we're going to get, you know, from, you know, these, you know... MCU movies so that's the next one that's actually in production Mm -hmm. so I mean Black Widow but I don't feel like it's going to follow this timeline you know um it's not going to be right after you know this phase so um yeah no I mean god you know standing ovation you know I mean I I don't think I've been in any movies where the audience all just stood up and started clapping (laughs) that's what happened in this theater so um you know I don't know how your crowd was
2: No, um, I had a respectful crowd. They were the first showing. No one was
0: screaming out, fuck him up,
2: in the middle of the movie. No, no (laughs) one was screaming, fuck him up. There were children. Um, (laughs) Oh, I had a baby in my audience. I didn't care. (laughs) No. um, Everyone was definitely, there was like some, there was light clapping, but, you know, everyone was there happy, enjoyed it. Uh huh.
0: And there was a Thursday showing, right? Mm hmm. Wow, no, yeah. I left people, out, man. People, no, people, people were, I, but I dug it. Like, I mm-hmm. dug that the crowd were, was that into it, so, um, you know, I mean, and I agree. I mean, this was just such a satisfying ending, you know, to the movie. I, I you know, yes, there is a whole lot to be, you know, there's a lot of questions left on the table.
2: Well, it's, um, it's stuff where, that should be left. On
0: yes, the- exactly. Like, where are we going from mm-hmm. here? But, you know, the big one, For me, it's just the whole idea of Steve being, you know, this older version of himself. When we know if he made that choice from everything that they set up in the movie, if he made that choice to stay back in the future, he's causing an alternate timeline. That's what we were told. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, how is that older Steve back in this timeline? You know, in the main, you know, MCU timeline. Mm -hmm. So, and he's got the shield on top of it. So I feel like that's just, you know, I mean, I feel like it's such a setup for another, you know, Captain America movie. Um, You know, somewhere down the line, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they wait you know, a good five, ten years before they Captain go there.
2: America, nineteen eighty. Yeah,
0: right. But yeah, you can follow his exploits, you know. Even if it's animated, you could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we know we're getting that what if series that's animated on, you know, Disney Plus. I mean, and I feel like this is just a complete setup for that. You know, they could totally, you know, talk about, you know, everything that happened in this movie in like the intro, you know, to that show and just explain. This is what's happened, you know. We're getting all these different, you know, divergent timelines now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just fun. It's fun shit, man. And it's just what being a nerd's all about. So, um, you know, I dig it. So,
2: damn, what would you give this movie out of five stars if you had to?
0: Five star rating scale. Um, I am gonna go four and a half stars. Four and a half stars, almost perfect
1: damn it
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go four and a half I was That's, expecting a five you can from still him. go four and a half <laughs> almost perfect mm.
0: so I, I just think I think it just I wish they would have handled Captain Marvel a little yes. better you know I agree where she needed a little more meat you know just a little more character moments you know um, you know, especially since she is going to be one of the leaders in this new phase mm-hmm. of Marvel. So, I mean, I just felt like, you know, yes, we got to see some great action from her, but character-wise, we didn't get to see much. No. I love the new haircut, you no. know, straight from the If this
2: was, like, my first time seeing her, I would say that she came off a little bit arrogant in this as well. Well, she is, though. That is her character. But, she, but this is like... <laughs> arrogance in a non-fun way uh-huh. you know like i'm just gonna go kill thanos and and that's all you really got from her i love
3: that
0: moment so i'll disagree with i you love there. that moment
2: but i don't it doesn't do much for her character She's, throughout this film
0: well i think it sets her up as the most powerful being in the universe you know um except for you know with thanos with the infinity gauntlet um but yes i mean i i like that moment for the character but i just wanted more of that mm. moment where we just kind of lose her for like the second act, she's not in the second act of the film. So um, you know, I just wanted more. Like, tell me more about this character, and tell me why I want to see her again. Um, you know, and I still do, but I was just expecting a lot
1: more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so that I think that's my biggest gripe overall. No, I agree. So, um, but yeah, so that that's the only reason why it's getting four and a half stars for me. Otherwise, it would have been five stars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Dave. So what does this mean for the Marvel Universe, for a lot of these decisions that they've made? I, Like I said, I mean, I keep on saying it, but, I mean, just the fucking
0: choice of, you know, having five years, you know, happen in between these movies, um, Infinity War and, you know, Endgame, it really is an odd setup because it really does lead itself to like having all these weird like especially with Mm spider-man like you have all these like weird scenarios happening where like some of peter's friends are going to be in college now you know we have that moment in the movie in endgame where you know he runs into like ned and like, when I first watched the the movie, you know, the moment, and I was like, oh, this is great. You know, he's seeing Peter alive again and everything like that. In my mind, Ned survived the snap, mm-hmm. but he
3: couldn't, he couldn't have. Yeah. Enough, he wouldn't
0: still be in high school,
3: you know,
0: <laughs> so he would be in his 20s at this wow. point. So I was like, oh, well, Ned must have been snapped away too then, I guess. Um, just what does it mean for Aunt May? Did Aunt May survive the snap? You know, did she mourn Peter for five years? You know, um, it just, there's so many different things, you know, that they could play with Mm -hmm. time-wise. I hope that they do. I hope they don't just sweep everything underneath the rug and they just kind of forget about it. Um, you know, I make, I almost feel like that's going to happen with some filmmakers, like with, um, far from home It seems like most of Peter's friends are there, you know, from the first movie.
2: I would have to assume that all of those people that are there, that were snapped away. away.
0: I mean, and I guess the odds are that could be true. Um, But I don't know, man. It's just a weird thing to Mm. set up, you know. And then just... The whole world would have to be putting itself back together again, too. I mean, the world that we saw, you know, just was in shambles. Mm-hmm. So, like, are we going to see that, you know, in any of these movies? I guess is it that going to be a setup for any of these movies? I
2: mean, they have stated that that is the end of Phase 3. So, this, it'll definitely have some type of connection To everything that's happening.
0: Do you think they kind of like skirt it by just, you know, having, you know, I I know they say Spider Man, you know, Far From Home is supposed to be the end of phase Mm -hmm. three, but then like maybe the next Marvel movie takes place like two years in the future.
2: Oh, there has to be a jump. You think they just go Absolutely. ahead and then, you know, have you have New if York not, looking like New York again and mm. just, you know. Well, I mean, imagine if the next one is like, what, Guardians, then they don't have to worry about what's going on Earth at all. Yeah. that's just the infrastructure alone in society yeah. would be, you know, a mess.
0: So, And I, I'm sure they don't want to tell that story. Mm. You know, we don't need that story. Um, but I, I would like to see some of that resonate in the other movies. You know, so it is just a ballsy fucking choice, mm-hmm. you know, by Kevin Feige to, you know, really take, you know, the MCU in this direction. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I am curious to see where they go, especially with all the Disney Plus shows.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah. what does this mean for, you know, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier show? You know, like I said before, I feel like it's going to be him transitioning into Captain America, but then Wanda, Wanda Vision. You know, supposed to be a
2: nineteen fifties feel. I like. I don't. I have no idea
0: where. Well, she's a crazy witch. Yes. So she could basically, you know, somehow summon him back. Reality. You know. I mean, I would like Shuri to like bring him back, or like maybe she started to. She maybe she actually did fix Vision before she got snapped out. Mm. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. So and then I mean, the What If series. I think this is the perfect setup for the What If series. But just the sky's the limit. I mean, really. I mean, I think it's a can of worms, but I think it's a good thing, you know? Alright, Christian. So just like the MCU is gonna be moving on, it's time for us to move on. Do we have to? To wrestling. Oh jeez. On like- to wrestling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey folks, Biggie here with some breaking news. My podcast, Karaoke Biggie, was just named the number one karaoke
3: podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Well, you shouldn't. That category definitely does not exist. My co-host Kevmo and I are in a league of our own when it comes to podcasts. So why don't you check out the world's best, well, probably only, karaoke podcast.
2: Karaoke Biggie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or or
3: wherever else you get your podcast. Or you can check us out at karaokebiggie.com. Come on by every Tuesday and give us a listen. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. I love my brother. I have always loved my brother. When you're a little kid and you're going to the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, and here he comes, tall, blonde, every woman in the place going absolutely nuts for him, I'd say at one point he was my hero. You know, there's this regular jilted and lazy trope commentators in wrestling will use. You'll hear them say, the prodigal son. And I have to wonder, I'm curious, who out there listening actually understands the morals and the implications in Luke 15, 11, in that parable. There's two brothers. One does everything right. One works very hard, tries to keep his family whole. The other goes abroad, whores about, and makes every conceivable wrong choice you could possibly make. But it's the first brother who is equally in the wrong because he has an expectancy from the father for all his good deeds, and none of it matter. The father loved them the same. I've sat on enough couches telling my story to know which brother I am. I'm good with it. And this notion of brother versus brother, of, of natural versus nightmare, it's all very marketable, it's all very romantic, albeit not very accurate. What's accurate is that this match is generation versus generation. I am not here to kill Dustin Rhodes. I'm here to kill the Attitude Era.
0: I feel like this part of the show should just be called Damon Hates Wrestling. <laughs> I think that's what the quarter should
2: be. Called. We need a fun little jingle. Yes. Damon, Damon Hates wrestling.
1: wrestling! Ding ding! <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so since this has been a
0: super-sized episode, we're going to go ahead and keep it short because, you know, WWE didn't really bother to book us shows this week. (laughs) Um, They're pretty half-assed, if you ask me. SmackDown was better than Raw, but Raw was a fucking chore. And it showed in the ratings. It was, like, one of the lowest, like, record-low ratings for, like, Mm -hmm. a non-like... How many times um, episode can they during just, the NFL season or how something many like that? times
2: can they do this where they keep hitting new I don't ropes? know man they're
0: losing a lot a lot of viewership though so it, it was rough it was rough and anytime you start off the show with like Baron Corbin in the ring I'm
2: tuning out too you so. gotta imagine the network is going to have the shows on it. there's no way they're not gonna do that with the revamp what do you mean? Have the actual Raw and SmackDown on it, or at least a replay version. Well, they have replays of SmackDown fairly
0: soon after the show airs, but they don't do Raw right away. It well, takes, like, months. To. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, it depends on how that Fox contract They need to do it like a Hulu worked.
2: version where it's just, like, it comes out the next day.
0: They just don't need three hours, man. That's, That's what's true. killing
2: But anyway, okay. So... We're not going to cover the whole show,
0: no. you know, either of the shows because, like I said, they didn't put much effort into it, so I'm not going to bother with it. But there's a couple things that they did, you know, announce at least on the show. Um, they announced both of the Money in the Bank matches. All right, man, hit um, me. So let's see how you feel about this, Christian. In the men's Money in the Bank, we have Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre.
3: Jesus Christ.
0: Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Braun Strowman Ricochet um, Ali Finn Andrade And Randy Orton I feel like this is a really hard one to call already Um, I feel like I'm really pissed off that Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman are in this match Because those are both winners of the past two Mm -hmm. I just feel like they're taking spots away from other people. I don't need to see Braun in this again. I mean, we already saw that. Man. that well, that's where they last year's you. match was so built all around Braun, too. Mm-hmm. I just don't need it again.
2: I feel like it'll be less. I feel like it'll be like they'll just take him out of the ring real fast. And then they'll have a match for a couple of I,
0: And that's what they did last year though. But I just, I don't need to see it. I just don't want I'm just over it. I feel like they need to repackage Braun. I'm surprised that they didn't send him over to SmackDown. Um, mm-hmm. just to kind of revitalize him but and then baron i just come on enough just enough you know they need to take him off camera for a little bit he's got like x heat where you know people are booing him but it's not for the right reasons mm-hmm. it's not because he's a great heel it's just because people just don't want to see him on the screen anymore yeah you know, um yeah i don't think it's his fault i think it is the way they're booking him but it's just, I'm over it, man. And there was an exchange between him and Drew in the opening that was just so painful. Like, I almost turned the channel. Um, you know, so I just, it was just awful. So I, 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 I was disappointed with those two being a part of it. But yes, um, Mustafa and Finn and Andrade and Ricochet, I mean... Yes, I mean they'll they'll obviously pick up the slack for the others. I'm also Drew being in it. I think you know, that's that's the only big guy one in this match. I yeah. feel like one big guy is enough, but when you start getting into, like you know two or three, it's just, it just I don't know, it just waters it down. Well,
2: you don't want the stare down between Braun and McIntyre in the middle of the ring.
0: We've been seeing that for the past year. <laughs> I don't need to see it anymore. Just that core of, you know, guys, Corbin, Drew, Braun, you throw Bobby Lashley in there. They need to just break that up, you know, because mm-hmm. it really is just a black hole for Raw, you know. Um, it, just, I don't know. I don't know. I, so if you, just early predictions. Early predictions. Who do you have walking away with the Money in the Bank case?
2: Here? I mean, my original pick was Andrade, but I hearing McIntyre in it, Makes me think McIntyre would be the one to go. You know, I. But it also depends on the women's card as well because I don't. I don't picture them doing like two, two heels. heels or two faces. Yeah, no, I agree with that.
0: Um, I feel like it. I always feel like a heel needs to have the suitcase. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like it just makes more sense. Yeah. Because otherwise, you get the face challenging. You know, like not doing the surprise cash-in and then just always challenging at some pay-per-view. think like Braun did it last year. You know, Cena's done it in the past. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to see that. Then it's just like a number one contendership. It takes all the fun away. Now the rumor is they're supposed to make it matter again. That they feel like they've dropped the ball the last couple of years with no, it. No, really? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, how astute. Um, but yeah, so now they're going to really try to make it matter again. Okay. So I'm get I'm guessing that you're gonna get a heel. So I I like the pick of Andrade, you
2: know. He's I got that he, like ultimate um, opportunist vibe to him, you know. Yes,
0: yes. So I feel like that would work well, and I feel like they would be willing to play around with that on SmackDown mm-hmm. long too. too. Um, but it just makes me feel like Kofi stays with that title is, is yeah,
2: definitely they upward. they feel slim. Yes, <laughs> yes, which is
0: unfortunate. It really is, um, but. Anyway, so let's move on to the women's match. We have Bailey, Mandy Rose, Alexa Bliss. Uh, we have Natalia, Ember Moon, Dana Brooke, Naomi, and Carmella.
2: It's not going to be Carmella. They're not going to give it to her again. It's the drizzling shits, Christian. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Where's Ruby Riot? That's a good question. It's, she's not injured, right? Not that I know of. I, didn't really I mean maybe I that. missed something, but
0: I don't think she's fucking injured. Like how is Dana Brooke in this match and not Ruby Riot?
2: Well, they're in, they're behind how Dana right now. How the fuck right is
0: now? Asuka not in this match? She's I know in she's a tag, tag team. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> she's not going to be in anything. You know, unless they are considered right
0: Ruby a tag team wrestler now. She's no, come on. I I don't want it, I but I mean, is that the logic? Like they're trying well, they to keep split up tag. Her group. Team- they're trying to keep ta- well, no, but whatever still is in uh, on Raw. The Viking, I can't. Think she's
2: of that moving in. on. You don't know
0: that yet. I though. don't know <laughs> it, but I know it. <laughs> I could just see like WWE logic, you know, like well, she's All part right. of a tag team, so we can't have her competing here. If Asuka can't compete, I just, I hate them so much right now because this, I mean, God, and they miss Sasha here
1: because mm-hmm.
0: Sasha would have been perfect here, but this, I I don't even want to see this match.
2: <laughs> Cause really, I mean, see now. Dana Brooks gonna come out with it just because. Oh just cause she's.
0: Uh, I can't handle her talking.
2: <laughs> like I really, her
0: promos are so painful. Something about her voice is like nails on a chalkboard to me, and I don't
2: know why. <laughs> but I just can't handle her. Uh, but well, who is your pick for this? If if you had to pick someone, Alexa Bliss. I feel like that's the you know easy answer. Yeah, she, she's a, had it before, right? Did I, she? No, 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 Carmella, right? Yeah. That was
0: the first one. Mm-hmm. Definitely not Carmella. Um, dear God, I hope it's not Carmella. I'm going to say either Alexa
2: Bliss or Bailey. I'm going to say Alexa Bliss or Natalia. Now, oh, I hope not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I respect Natty, but I don't want to see her. Like that. <laughs> She'll be so obnoxious <laughs> with it. She'll have, like, little pictures of her cats on oh her my God. shit. She'll oh, give a cat ears. Yes. Oh, God. Like a tail and whiskers. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> so, Bailey would be fun. Alexa Bliss would be fun. I mean, you could use it to turn Bailey heel if you wanted. They're not going to do that. So, what if... What if... Here we go. <laughs> what if Becky beats both? you know uh competitors in her in both of her dual matches, you know, she defends the title against Charlotte and Lacey and then loses via cash-in.
2: That would be awesome. I actually think that would be pretty fun. If she loses one title via cash-in after their like match is over, if they like decide to put in the I lay think the that card. would be
0: the only way where I'd be okay with her losing one of those belts so soon.
2: I'm. I'm totally seeing Charlotte just walking out with that title at this point. I hope not. I hope it's a grueling match, and then
0: Bailey cashes in on her, because mm-hmm. they have been doing this whole like kind of three way thing with those guys. You know, the last two Smackdowns, um, Bailey like demanding respect. They had a great match on SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, Becky and Bailey. You know, and actually watch it when they cut to commercial break and they do the split screen because they're still fucking working in there.
2: Now, the crowd hasn't turned on Bailey at all, right? They did at
0: first Mm -hmm. when she initially showed up on SmackDown, but the last two weeks it hasn't been that bad. You know, I mean, she's not getting huge pops or anything like that, but they're not booing her out of the building like they did that first, you know, um, initial SmackDown. So, yeah, no. Uh, But yeah, I, I... I think this would be a good opportunity, though, to turn Bailey heel if they wanted to. You know, I don't know if they'd We're go I'd to route. see a,
2: um, a Bailey to belly off the top of the uh, ladder. That'd be awesome. The tallest one, of course. That would be great.
0: Um, but yeah, no, I, I have no idea where they're going. It's just such a shame, too, because I feel like there's more talent on the roster, you know, that could be competing in this match.
2: But that's just me. They could have had both Kyrie Say and Oscar in that match, and that would have been phenomenal.
0: Yes, yes, and they both their skill set would totally work mm-hmm. in this match. But Dana Brooke, come on!
2: <laughs> they are a little bit more behind Dana Brooke lately. Yes, I I know. I don't know why though. Oscar <laughs> should be in this. That's match. why I would not be surprised if Dana Brooke just like on a whim gets it. Oh God, that'd be horrible though.
3: Would you want I to see that? I
2: wouldn't see her winning the title, but I can see her
3: winning. I don't think
0: the... they've done enough to build her up at this point, you know, for her to, hmm. to get there. I mean, eventually maybe, because they are starting to slowly push her a little more. But they had her get completely demolished by Ronda that one show. I mean, yeah. they made her look like a joke. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think eventually they'll get there, because it does seem like they're high on her for some reason. Um, I just don't see it,
1: man.
2: I don't see it. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh what else did we have? This uh this week. Well outside of WWE, right? Yeah. Uh well outside we had um John Moxley return. <laughs> yes, who is? Dean Ambrose. Yes, yes, his
0: original name, John Moxley. He reverted back. We got this whole like promo package, you know, this his whole vignette escaping the cell. Yes, yes. Um yeah some not so you know <laughs> subtle metaphors yes yeah, subtle metaphors um even getting chased by a big dog at one point so a little on the nose um
1: it was it was
0: for me it was kind of cheesy um but i mean it's still cool hmm. to see um the rumor is that he's supposed to be making like the independent rounds You know, people are also speculating that he might have some kind of like just understanding with the WWE that he wouldn't be going to AEW or to like New Japan Mm. right now, that he'd just be kind of doing his own thing and calling his own shots on the independents. He's going to get a high asking price, um, you know, which is understandable. So, I mean, he's still in his prime. He's a former WWE champion. Um, And I think people are. Curious to see what his style will be like, you know, outside of the WWE, because he definitely worked that hardcore style, you know. No, I In want his CCW full, days. I want
2: full killer Chris Jericho coming out. Oh yeah, for John Moxley. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Uh, okay, uh, he could pull that
0: off. What you mean, like like him going to like that kind of heel character? Yeah, for him? yeah, absolutely. You can pull that <laughs> off. You know, so, I mean, I I would love to see it. I just, I wonder if he's going to, like, plant roots anywhere, or if he is just going to be kind of a journeyman, you know, for the next couple years until, you know, he either decides to sign somewhere else Um, or return back to the WWE. It just feels like the way they send him off and everything, that they must have some kind of understanding. Because I've never seen anyone get that kind of send-off.
2: If he you know, had real free free reign though, it'd be cool to see him show up in the G1.
0: That would be great. That would be great. If I anyone don't know why WWE's New Japan is such a threat. I would almost think it was more out of spite because of the whole Madison Square Garden, you know. I think okay? it's
2: mostly because it feels like New Japan is trying to be a threat, is targeting them. Yeah.
0: Where well, I, I understand why they see AEW as a mm. threat, especially if they're going to have, you know, network TV. Um, in the next year, yeah. So that that makes sense to me. But yeah, I mean, let him go to New Japan, and I would love to see it. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it, I thought I, it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, but speaking of AEW, we got some great promos. Um, out of them, some so, badass promos. Yes. Um, we didn't talk about last week, but uh, Goldust, you know Dustin Runnels, uh, came out. Um, and, you know, he, they had the announcement for their match, um, him and Cody, at Double or Nothing. And, I mean, I thought it was just such a well-done piece of, you know, work where it really got you into this whole, like, you know, match without them ever interacting mm-hmm. on camera or anything like that. There's no setup just, you know, through, you know, what they were showing you during this promo. So it was well-produced. So it gets me excited for AEW, you know, that, you know, that they can put together, you know, a package. Like, the, Like this is what WWE used to do, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, it, the promos really helped sell, you know, these feuds. And, you know, just from that one, like, vignette, like, I was like, okay, I want to see this, you know. And then Cody comes on this week and does this whole I Love My Brother, you know, promo. And I just, he hit it out of the park. You know, I think this is going to be one of his, like, it's going to go down as one of his best promos of all Mm -hmm. time. It's something that people are going to look back on, you know, as one of, you know, his like, you know, big moments, you know, in his career. Because I just, you know, it just shows you that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, you know. I mean, this was like a Dusty Rhodes caliber promo. Um, just well done, well delivered and everything. And you really felt, you know, everything that he was like telling you, you know, you went through, you know, the whole story arc mm-hmm. with him and he explained, you know, why this match matters. Cause otherwise it's just a fun little like ex- exhibition match between exactly. brothers and everything. We've seen it before, you know, we know it usually leads to something else. Um, But this really put the stakes high. I felt, you know, between the two and, you know, just added a lot of motion to the match that I don't think necessarily would be there with just the face-to-face in the ring. No,
2: I definitely think this is something that they wanted to do for a long time and they just couldn't get it off the ground in WWE, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because they've teased it before Mm -hmm. in WWE. But then Stardust
0: happened, so... (laughs) Well... Fucking Vince. Um, but yeah. Wasn't yeah. it a Stephanie
2: idea? I oh, think that was don't, the rumor.
0: I don't <laughs> know. Um, I know Cody's talked about Vince pitching it to him, mm. but I don't know if it came from Stephanie. I'm not sure. So, but yeah. Yeah.
1: It's awful, regardless. <laughs> I mean, he worked it, though. Oh, yeah. I no, give he, him cre-
0: all the credit in the world. So, um, but yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, man. That's all I'm willing to talk about wrestling this week. <laughs> I'm done, man. I've got an endgame hangover. I'm just done.
2: <laughs> no, trust me. I understand. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to go see it a couple more times, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready, but yes. I are, you gonna, are you going to buy the box set? What do The you mean? 22 film... Box set of the Infinity Saga. They've got
0: to have some kind of like they've oh, got to they... have a lot of special features to oh, sell bro. me on that because yeah. I've got all the Blu rays already. <laughs> so they got to have get,
2: get the box set, yeah. yeah. Oh, just it's probably like gonna be $500, crazy. right? <laughs> it's no <a laughs> big deal because <laughs> 22 movies. Mm-hmm. Are they really putting that together?
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, of course they are. What do you think it's gonna come in because oh, it's always gonna, it's gonna like, do you think it's gonna it's be like a compliment? probably
2: right i still love the fucking phase one one where it's the tesseract like um container oh i thought that was nice. amazing where yeah, they this put has that to together. be a gauntlet it mm-hmm. should be a
0: fully formed gauntlet
2: that'd be <laughs> great so
0: yeah so i'll probably buy it <laughs> <laughs> all right man so that's gonna do it for this
2: week yes uh if you missed our comic book reviews you're definitely going to get them next week. We had a lot of big books that came out. I mean, Batman number 70 was so fucking badass, but we'll get into it as we uh absolutely. Move on. Some big event books came yes. out too.
0: So, maybe we'll do a little extended version of our mm-hmm. comic book reviews, maybe review, you know, I don't know, five or six books this next week. So, because there's plenty. Yes, right. Let's get crazy. <laughs> David's
2: breaking the rules. That's yes, yes. <laughs> we do have a four
0: book limit, <laughs> but maybe I'll let us do six. We'll see, because there is a lot yes. to cover. So, um, and a lot of good shit that I want to talk about. So but that's
2: gonna do it for us this week. Yeah. Before um, we go, definitely if you enjoyed this show, you'll probably enjoy all the other shows that we have in the Drama City Productions crew. I mean, just head over to dramacityproductions.com after you've of course listened to every single second of this episode. Yes. And get as many podcasts as you possibly could want. Yes, lots of great podcasts out there. So what go is. ahead and check it out over dramacity.com. Uh but you
0: can also check us out. Basically, everywhere, right, yeah. Christian? We're on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hey,
2: so go back in the catalog, catalog, you know, hear everything that we've ever talked about with Endgame at this point. See how Every- wrong we were with all <laughs> our speculations?
0: <laughs> and see, we, we did hit some, right? We did yes. get a few things right, but yeah, yeah, but mostly wrong. So, <laughs> but yeah, so go ahead and check that out. And while you're there, especially if you're on iTunes, Go ahead and give us that five-star review. Yes. Rate, review us, subscribe, please, on any platform that you're on.
2: And if you're listening to us on iTunes right now, just do it. Yeah, go, go ahead.
0: Awesome. Hey, man, it takes literally a minute, <laughs> you know, and it keeps a show like us going. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and do that. Um, but also, um, there's a new app. I don't know if you heard about it, Christian. I know we've been talking
2: about it, but PodCoin, have you yeah. have you downloaded yeah, it? Yeah, downloaded it. I got my uh, 400 coins for, you know, That's using right. that promo code. That's right. right. It's 300 coins. Oh, well, I got 300 <laughs> coins. I, I do have the coins. I can't show you. Where That's did okay. See okay. Or whatever. Yeah, wait, so, <laughs> so anyway, if you go ahead and you
0: download the app, it's an app that basically pays you to listen to Ooh. all your favorite podcasts. So you go ahead, download that app, and if you go ahead and use the promo code, nerd show you will get an automatic 300 coins and you can use these coins on gift cards um and you can use these coins to give back to your favorite charities too so it is the app that pays you to listen so go ahead and check them out um, also, if you like the music you heard at the top of the show, that's Them Guilty Aces on um, their great Chicago rockabilly band. If you're ever in the area, check out a show. And uh, you can head over to iTunes and uh, download some music. Exactly.
2: Rate right, Them five stars while you're at it. Why not? Damn straight. Yeah, And you're probably jamming right now to DJ Brebner. Uh, he is our house DJ. He does our outro music for this episode, and most of the new... Uh, second season I would say of our shows.
0: Yes, and he was part of the first season. Yeah, exactly. Too, so. He did the intro for that. One, so yeah definitely. you can check out all his music over on SoundCloud. I think you can actually download that for free. Yeah. So if you like what you're hearing right now or what you heard in the past, go ahead and download that um and follow him out on Instagram while exactly. you're exactly
2: if you wanted to support us in any other way. We do have a t-shirt store. Well, especially financially. Yeah financially. <laughs> 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 We're on TeePublic Public. We got plenty of designs for you to check out and you can throw those designs on any of those options. That uh, you see.
0: That's right. Get yourself a cool a nerd show mouse pad, right? Yes. <laughs> Does anyone use mouse pads anymore? I use mouse pads. It's,
2: I mean, hardware surfaces, laser, you know, mouses. Okay.
0: Well, that's a rabbit hole, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself a mouse pad, get yourself a sweatshirt. I mean, you can basically make anything on there. So, yes. uh, But yeah, get your nerd swag over at Public.
2: Definitely go check it out. So that's going to do it, Damon.
0: Man, I don't know. Like I said, I'm having that endgame hangover. What the fuck are we going to talk about for the next fucking year? Star Wars. Oh yeah, that's right.
2: Star Wars and horror, right? Yeah, so many oh, horror, there's movies. A lot of horror, horror movies coming out. Midsummer coming yes. July. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. We still have a show. Awesome. All right. My name's Christian, and my name's Dan. That's the Amazing Dirt Show.
0: Right. I think you just can't bear to let a gorgeous guy like me out of your sight. I
3: don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs>